Smodco Internet Radio Podcast something, 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 something nooner. Uh, I'm a host. I'm a merp. I'm here with another two other hosts and merps. Hi. I'm Hi. John. I'm Steve. Hey, Steve. I'm hey, back. John. Hi. Hi. It's really lovely to see you both in person. Thank yeah. you. I've got a... Last week, I had a, a, a desktop computer that kept crashing. Yeah. Uh, just randomly. Uh, no... Uh, I, I think it was the. Oh um, God! Well, anyhow, like if I if I, if I poke the the like video card, sometimes after I poke it, it's fine for hours. Uh-huh. But other times when I poke it, it just crashes after two minutes. I had a. It's really really satisfying. Seventy to, seventy-two uh, Volkswagen Bug that was like that. Yeah, and now I've got a a Chromebook that I got off of eBay that was like. A hundred and oh, that was like two hundred bucks. Uh, or, um, it was less than that. It was like a hundred and eighty bucks, and it it was fine for a while, and then now it just crashes for no reason. So why don't you buy Apple products? Like, what is your what is your fear? Why why? Or maybe even new products or new products. Yeah, well, that's every the- ten years I buy a MacBook Pro, and it lasts for ten years. It's very expensive. That's how the rich stay I think, rich. I think I'm coming around to to your way of thinking, but I all my stuff is all my information is Google oriented, so I have to. It, it's, Google is, is Google a is uh, non-binary uh, or binary. Agnostic. No, it's yeah. It'll, it'll it's agnostic. It's a top and a bottom. Wait, what? I'm sorry. I just I saw Bros over the weekend. No, you oh, didn't. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Was it good? Oh, really? Yeah. Sorry, yeah. right. it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's my. That's the review corner. It's not bad. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it was a low uh, B. Steve, where have you been? Uh, not here. All right. So I just want to say that um, uh, just to reach out to anybody who who is um, in the line of fire of Hurricane Ian. I hope you are okay. It did. Uh, it killed over a hundred people, and or he. Would you say he? I would definitely call a hurricane an it. But her a cane is a he. Yeah, but his Shouldn't name be is a him a cane. Him a cane. No, it's a. I don't. You know, oh, they, the maybe just a they. Coming. They a cane. Uh, but but thou. But uh, over a hundred people so far have been. You know, I have a problem with that. 
I, I really can't stand that death toll thing. The death toll, it's like the people died, and then they found them. So they shouldn't, like, say, the death toll is now up to seven as if they're, they're continually being killed. Yeah, it's you know over. I mean? It's like, over. They're, they're not. We have no idea how many people died. The death toll is now up to 115. So it's continuing to kill people? No, there's some people that they that died and they found Why them. do we need to know how many people died? Like, it's at the creepy. height of COVID, CNN or one of them, every day was like, they had like a, like a counter. Yeah. Like, we crossed 100,000 dead. Like, okay, is that a lot? Or it's Sort of like, I mean, I know like Aaron Judge if I knew 100,000 people and they all died, that'd be like a lot. But If you I, knew 100,000 people, period, that'd yeah, be a lot. That'd be a lot. People. Yeah, that's a lot of people. But I, I just, I don't understand this like, ooh, 100 people died. It was a bad one. But it's a keeping score. I, I don't. Is that important? Is that well, important to you? It, no, it's a way of, of, it's a shorthand. It's like, did we, hey, hey, wait, did we beat the Spanish flu yet? Well, it's also a way to measure the response because we have certain cues to to react to. Uh, we, we see a, a weather map and and we the government gets to react and say, <laughs> oh, we should we should evacuate, we should do this, we should do that. And not everybody complies, but... If the government, you know, reacts quickly enough, then uh, hopefully the damage and casualties are um, minimized. But how do we know they died? Because and, and sorry if anyone knows someone or lost someone during. That's the nice hurricane. of you to say. Like, do you feel, it wasn't, feel sorry? Feel wasn't like, no. It's all like no one. I don't want anybody it's all to tragic. die. But uh, they, how do we know they died in the hurricane? Even Hitler. No, he he could die. But how do you, you like? I'm sure other people just died over the weekend too. <laughs> like somebody, you know, OD'd on meth, and like, was, yeah, is that I, related I, I, to? And then they were then they were hit by flor- falling debris <laughs> after they died. The point is, especially to, in Florida, to, they were eaten by a crocodile, and then yeah. they were killed by the hurricane. Yeah. The, the The goal is to eliminate unneeded deaths, right? Is it? Is it really? What? Are you whose sure? goal? Government's goal. government's goal is to reduce the, the unneeded deaths. Is that really Minimize. what we're after nowadays? I mean, is that what we need? Don't we need to reduce the population? That's not the government's job. Isn't that what Scrooge said? Shouldn't they all die? Hmm. I believe that's exactly what Dickens wrote. So I, Scrooge I, said, well, you said, shouldn't a, they all die? You yeah, said a hundred people died. Like uh, oh, I heard. 100. I heard like twenty because I don't. You know, I, I. There was some footage of an Australian news crew. Uh, filming it, and then the cameraman put the camera down, and he ran out into the water to help some people, which was a very nice thing for the cameraman to do, as the Australian reporter kept reporting. But why is Australia covering? Uh, it's world news. But w- why? Because everybody cares about Florida. I, everybody. I don't. Everybody. I literally cares. don't know everybody anything about, about the weather in Australia. Like they could be having. Uh, large fires. I don't know. And you didn't know about the large fires in the, Australia. There are currently or large fires. No, there were a couple years ago. Oh, a couple years ago. You remember? So I do remember that. Yeah. See, you cared. No, I didn't care, but oh. I remember that. Yeah. So we care about you didn't care them about being those koalas on fire? in the oh, trees. I do, you know, have you ever seen a koala in person? No. Eh, they're not that fun. Okay. They're kind of grumpy. Why? They just kind of sit there. I care yeah. about you, and you're kind of grumpy. I'm super grumpy. Jesus. So you're a koala. Cougar but, is a koala. But did we send American 
news people yes. over to Australia oh, to cover yeah. the fire. We did? Yeah, because it's spectacular. Oh, God. That's why. Because it's spectacular. And you want to catch that on your own video. So looks, you it looks good on camera. Sell it on YouTube. That's why you want to So you grew do. up in the New England area, correct? Yeah. So was your local news like the Boston affiliate? Or oh yeah. We oh yeah. Channel, no, we had we didn't have anything in New Hampshire. Chet and Nat from Channel Five. Yeah, okay. Nat. You okay. knew they were doing it. Okay. Oh well, they were married, yeah. so they're probably doing it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I saw her at a supermarket once, and she looked like a real tigress. She looked like yeah. a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Um. She anyway, was, and she looked she looked good for like fifty years. And all that booze that they drink. Yeah. Anyway, so like the local Boston news every single night when I was a kid, the top story was a fire. Yeah. And it's because it looks good on camera yeah. and, you know, people have wooden homes. Right. And, uh, but, hey, mom, did you remember the beans? And she's like, I don't know. And then the beans were on for 12 hours and the place burns. But yeah. it's not really an issue these days. I mean, occasionally fires happen. But right. most firefighters, but, when they called out, it's because somebody has... Uh, well, this is also probably specific, specific to, to Boston because there's a lot of wooden homes and everybody has heat. And people have like a lot of electric heaters, and but I remember asking my like I, I was legitimately frightened as a five year old, yeah, because I thought our house is going to burn down because every night a house burns down, and they reminded me the house our house is made of brick. It's very difficult for it and to burn. And that's why you that's what that was the way they reassured you. And you don't uh, eat, eat beans. I don't eat beans. <laughs> never never enjoyed a the bean. Danger is not yeah. there. Um. So I you know I are they just trying to scare us? Like yes. Are you kidding? That's what the news. I don't is watch for. the news. The like, news is for scaring I lived in people. Florida during you, a hurricane. You, you get, watch the news. I don't watch the you news. You absorb some news uh, somehow. The, you know, whatever Kanye is doing. I'm, you know, no. He's skinny. He absorbs everything. But uh, I, I lived in Florida during a hurricane. Oh, yeah? They let you know it's it's coming. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of warning. You can deal with it. But it doesn't, I don't know. It's just like, okay, it hits. You know what? But the, what? the hurricane happened. It did. But what just happened was Aaron Judge hit... Home run 62, 62 against the Texas uh, something or others. Rangers. Eh, whatever. Um, and uh, now he's... Is that, is that he's, a lot of home runs? He's yeah. surpassed Roger Maris in the... American uh, League. Uh, well, also the the non-steroid, uh, supposedly, well, uh, world of, of uh, single-season home runs because that's really important, right? Oh yeah, it's it's important in the in the world of baseball. Yeah, and you you watch baseball, right? Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, who's yeah. your team? The New Hampshire. It's New the Hampshire Boston Red Sox. The New Hampshire Tax Dodgers. Yeah. God, the Red Sox. Oh God, it's just so it's a confu- I'll, I It's a confusing world because the Red Sox really suck this year. Oh, they it's, do. Oh, they're they're in the fucking cellar. They suck. Aww. They really sucked. And it was weird because at the same time that they were sucking, Andor, the new Star Wars show, was actually good, which is very strange. Oh, yeah, no, Andor is great. Yeah, and yeah. that's weird. It's like made for grown-ups. Have you watched it? No. It is so good. I enjoy that actor very much. <clears throat> uh, what do you mean you enjoy him? I enjoy his acting. Oh, okay. Oh, is that what you meant? I thought you meant something else. But, I was like, I'm reading online about it. They're like, oh, finally some Latino representation in Star Wars. But mm. like, he's not playing a Latino. I mean, he is a Latino no, he's person. He's playing a Canari. Right. More, now, Canari representation in Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's, and uh, you got the L.A. Law guy before him. Who? He's Portuguese. Jimmy oh, Smith. Oh, is he really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Doesn't matter. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it does to people who are Portuguese, but yeah. Oh. Just as a, you know, whatever. <laughs> 
So that's a good one. I should watch and Oh, yeah. I mean, if it's it's like one of those things where you go, oh, wow, this could not suck. Huh. You know, which is uh, unusual because most of the stuff that they do for Star Wars sucks. I love the Star Wars universe. I do too. It could be fun, and this is fun, and it's, it's fun good. again. It's fun again. It's well, it's good. It's good. It's like it's like you know how almost all Star Wars, including like the Mandalorian, seems like it's written for an eight-year-old. This is like interesting. Yeah, mm. it is like genuinely like tense and like it's got the guy from the bear in there that who plays cousin yeah uh, i love that guy yeah that guy i've never seen him before he's such a he good was actor. in girls i don't remember him in girls i only saw like two seasons cousin back. which guy which guy from bear uh the bear the the cousin oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. the guy who's like smoking and never works and yeah. and like it's one of my favorite characters in tv just because he's like so annoying Yet so soulful, like it, it's like a, an amazing. Did you see the bear? It's amazing John? writing. Yeah, yeah. Something I mean, else. Don't yeah. you think that's like like that specific character is like? I think they're all fantastic characters, yeah. but yeah. he's he's definitely a great foil to the main character. Yeah, yeah. Sort of like an introvert and like holding on to a lot of pain, and then this guy he's got to work with just never stops talking. But yet oh he's totally watchable and like you root for him. Oh, in a weird way, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then that um the the sous chef, she's like amazing. Delightful. Yeah. And I loved everybody. I can't remember any of their names because they all have weird names yeah. that, that aren't like just why not go with Jim, you know? Jim, Mike, Dave, yeah. and Jeff. Yeah. And or or Phyllis. You know, yeah, Phyllis. Yeah. There's Phyllis not enough Phyllises on TV. Yeah. But she's really funny. And it's funny because like she's so serious in her role. Mm-hmm. But she's like a an NYU like stand up. Like I watched her stand up and and she's like just a silly like young girl, you know? And she, You mean the actor? The actress. The actor. The actress. actress. Yeah. yeah. And it turns out that actors can really act. Yeah. Who knew? Who I don't know. It, it's nice that I can when you see someone like do a you can't act. Yeah, all right, a little bit. When you see someone do a like a a straight role, a, a drama, and then you see like, oh, they're a stand up or they're a, a comedian or they're just very light off camera, it's so fun for me. Yeah. Whereas I expect like good theater, like I, I imagine Laurence Olivier wasn't that fun. You know, at a dinner party, or his stand-up was well, meh. Alec Guinness yeah. was supposedly a riot. Yeah. yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe like those old drunk British guys. Those I think dudes some of them, fine. but I think Lawrence Olivia. I think you're right on. I think he's probably kind of boring. Yeah. Well, he was the one who said to Dustin Hoffman, "Why don't you just?" I was act? just going to say Dustin Hoffman doesn't seem like a lot of fun. Just seems very serious. Yeah. You know, like he's and he's he's been in great comedies. He's in yeah. like an amazing perennial comedy role. But like what, off, what, like Tootsie, Tootsie. Oh, no, out, uh, uh, outbreak, oh. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> and now I know why I left. No, uh, uh, and he just seems like a blowhard. Like no, he just no. seems like a like a turd. Yeah, uh, off camera. Like he's just oh, very protective. And he's handsy. And I can oh jeez, eh, whatever. Handsy. Are we done with, with that? me? I'm just saying with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you are you trying to deny my voice? Yep. Oh, finally you catch on. All right, so, I'll watch uh, Andor because I have Disney now. Disney Plus. So, I, I uh, speaking of people dying, I just wanted to bring this back. Emily Harris? Death of, no, death of one man is a tragedy. Death of millions is a statistic. That was Joseph Stalin. Mm. Oh, I thought it was an opportunity. <clears throat> no, it's a statistic. In other words, you can kill millions of people and people go, oh, God, that's... Oh, but well, who, anyway. who said that tragedy was an opportunity? 
tragedy was an opportunity? I don't know. I'll look it up. Oh, please. Because I don't have, like, I, I have a bunch of computers but n- in front of me, but none of them work. Do you have, how many Tragedy computers does it take to get this podcast out to the, the listening audience? Half? Half of one? You got three computers going. Yeah, but, but the one Are you binding, binding? Are you mining uh, Bitcoin? Did I say just say binding? Yeah. Um, Amanda Binding. Yes. Bitcoin. Amanda Binding? Isn't her yeah. name Amanda Bynes? Yeah, but I was. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, I get it. That's a, we'll send that to Pat Sajak over at Wheel of Fortune. That's a good before and after puzzle. Uh, so you met. I can't Walt. believe you didn't know this person. In every tragedy, there is opportunity, according to Christel Corpus Masugnik. Mensayak. Mensayak. When knew that was? There's only. I one. should have known that. That was. That's on me. That's totally. You know who on that me. is? Yeah. Yeah, we went to uh, we we um, served in the nom together. <laughs> served in the nom. Christ. Well, if I said we were in the shit, I don't know if you would know what I'm talking about, youngster. Well, you worked at a restaurant in Vietnam with him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It yeah. called the the shit. <laughs> the shit. How was how was business? Shitty. Yeah. yeah. Really? I think the marketing problem there. Uh yeah so Steve where have you where have you been what people have been dying to know nowhere just no one no one cares no, no people I, have asked. the weirdest thing is that you've been at every podcast that we've done with a mic in front of you just and, quiet and just, just quiet I, I took a vow of silence for several months uh, I I just had some you know some stuff to do Did and you learn about and yourself? you gave us so many notes afterwards. Yes, it's like Ooh. weird. Ooh. You couldn't shut them up. Copious. Uh, speaking of not being able to shut somebody up, could you tell your new puppy to shut up? No, that's Humphrey. Humphrey's like fuck this new puppy. Oh, oh yeah. 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 What do you What do you think of Walter? Walter is pretty much the cutest thing I've ever seen. Steve? Walter's going to be Walter 4, looks like a, pounds. yeah. Walter looks like a tiny bear, but is very will we, we'll grow up to be. Giant like bear, a hundred pounds. Yeah, probably. Jesus. He's gonna still want to sit in your lap like oh, he does. Oh, I would love that. It, that no, it'll happen. Me, that will, you will not really, love really it. Happy. I, I will love that. Like, do you always have to have three dogs? Is that like a thing with you? No. <laughs> <laughs> the wife. Okay, just the, to be, oh, no, no, just to be clear. Don't ever start with the wife. Uh, the, to is, be clear, that the, never ends. The, the wife, sentence never goes uh, positive. The wife sent me an Instagram post, mm-hmm. and it was a, a video of two little. Tiny little puppies, tiny little black she sent puppies. You. She sent it to me. Don't you guys work in the same house together? Look, we don't talk. Oh, I we see. Don't yeah. talk. We, I do get interdepartmental. Like she's IGs, talking at me like, right now, yeah. but I have no idea exactly. what she's saying. Yeah, she's Honey, di- text di- me. Oh wait, dic- I have to text her to let she's her know. Dictating text. a TikTok. Yeah. So she sends it to me. Modern romance. And then I'm like, all right, let's take them. Well, you're Marty. Any do- if, yeah. if you are around a dog long enough, yeah. you just grab it and run. Yeah. And so I, I said it half jokingly, you know. But of course, if if any, any dog enters the, the the threshold of my our home, I I accept right it. off the top of your head, quick. How many dogs have you had in your life? Like um six, sixteen maybe. Sixteen Fif- dogs. How many? Sixteen maybe. Sixteen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jesus, that's a lot of dogs. Yeah. Oh, I just got a new follower. Oh, we, we, as a podcast, just got a new follower. That's Thank you, Karen McConnell. Uh, email us at noonerpodcast at gmail.com so we know something about you. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, we yeah. want your, your uh, 
bank information and your yeah, yeah. Your social security, social security, number, security number. Yeah, and if you have a dog, just drive by. It will take it. <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take <laughs> it. Right. Not so a does problem. Have, does it have to be multiples of three? Like, have you ever had how many dogs have you had at the most at most at one time? Um, three. Three, three, three but I've is, had fosters. I've had as many as four or five. Oh, I know this house or whatever house you I were. fostered your fucking dog, I, you I, shit. I, I know, and I'm a one dog. I'm one and done. I'm never getting another dog. Um, but have you, like, at, at any given time, how many okay. dogs have you had in your house? Like, when you're fostering um, and your dog's like, what? what's the, what are you? Five, five. Five dogs. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> uh, so, what happened was, then the wife said, oh, just fill out an application. And, and I was like, I was thinking like this, these, this cutest video of these cute puppies had been on the internet for a week, which is like a century in, you know. In Dog 19- adoption time, yeah. Yeah. And so so you like, had to move fast. No, I, I, was like, I was like, fine, whatever. And then the next day, they, the rescue called us and called me and said, you're in the top two. Which one do you want? Really? That's amazing. Why are you yeah. in the top two? Like you have. Because apparently I will take any dogs. <laughs> You're known in the dog getting rid of yeah, yeah, community. Yeah, yeah, all the dogs at the rescue were like, "Oh, can go with him, go with him." Oh, oh. Yeah, it was a very long application. Like when when young dogs are at this at this place, they they have like a shrine to you in the corner, and they like oh, bow, they go oh, bow down. Oh, they all want oh, to end up with you. Hardy. Because oh. you don't you, you don't uh, do any rules with your dogs. It's no, not, just is, shit. This, where are you on? This want? is a free range uh-huh. dog farm. Yep, and yep. you're just one of the yep. other dogs. You're the the alpha of of the dogs. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, I don't have quite the jaw strength as the others, <laughs> but I do my best. Jesus, what? I do my best. I just said I did. Oh man. So three. You have three dogs. Yeah, but you've had three dogs before, haven't you? I have three dogs right now. Yeah. So we kind of we got another dog. We had two dogs, and we figured. Uh, one of the other two was going to drop dead any second. So we thought we'd get another dog, and then the other two saw the new dog and got a new lease on life, and now they're living through cancer and all kinds of other things. It's very expensive. It's really terrible. That's why I don't... My dog is very old, and people say, get a new dog, and it'll give her some life. And I'm like, I don't want to pay for chemo. Like She she needs to to move on. She's 15. You've been saying that for like... Three, five years. I well, once they reach twelve, that's what you should really start saying. Yeah. Unless you're crazy and you think that you should extend your dog's life by spending thousands of dollars so they live another six months. No, but, I I've, literally before I left, I fed her a handful of chocolate. Like I'm just, I'm trying to <laughs> peacefully and pleasurably run the clock out. Yeah. yeah. Let's they, go. And like really shitty chocolate. Oh like yeah. The, the stuff with all Dove. the yeah yeah wait. <laughs> Is Dove good? I don't that, know. That's what that's I pretty eat. good. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you're trash. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever had Hershey chocolate? You snobby snob snob. Hershey chocolate? Yeah. It's pretty awful. It is. It's, it's pretty bad. Unbelievably bad. Once you've had any kind of good chocolate, you go back to a chocolate bar and you're like, I like I really- like I like the flavor of chocolate, like in in something, but uh, like pieces of chocolate, yeah. not really for me. Not a not a huge fan. If it's good, it's good. If food is good, I I. Well, the interesting it. thing is that when I have like cheap snacks, every once in a while I'll, I'll succumb and I'll get like a Kit Kat bar because I remember what? What am I? What are you looking? He's at? pointing at some cheap snacks. Oh yeah, there's some cheap snacks there. Thank you very much, Marty. Thanks, Kevin. Um, so I uh, mm-hmm. and you know I succumb and I have a Kit Kat bar and I go, oh that sucks. 
I mean, kid, have you had a Kit Kat bar it's lately? It's fucking garbage. It's garbage. I just had one over the weekend. It was a blueberry muffin Kit Kat. Oh, did you go to that weird store in no, Westwood? I went to Vaughn's. I went to the supermarket. Oh, really? And it was delicious. They have they I have d- a they have a, a a store in Westwood that has all the Kit Kat bars from green uh, Japan. Tea, Japan, yeah. Green I tea. just had some over the weekend. Yeah, my they, wife. They have a champagne one. The green tea Kit Kat is really good, and the dark chocolate Japanese Kit Kat is really good. Really? Nice. Yeah, my wife. So you just called it shit, just a well, second. Well, I'm thinking of the American super, Kit Kat. Yeah, they they send the good stuff to Japan. Yeah, my wife was working with uh, Mr. Toyota. With Mr. Toyota? The guy who owns Toyota? Yeah. With a D. Toyota, yes. Spelled differently. Toyota. She worked at a Toyota event, and he was there, so he's Japanese, and they got him all these you know, Kit Kats, so he didn't eat them, so he brought them home, and I enjoyed the shit out of them. They they brought... Japanese Kit Kats to the man who's visiting from Japan. Exactly. That's what I said. Like, wouldn't he want to go, let me try yeah. some of the crap well, that you give guys Give me the eat. Hershey. You know what I did eat over the weekend? Because I went to this New Orleans place. I have no idea. Place you going to tell us? To get a, a sandwich. And they what, had- Crystal uh, whatever? Crystal whatever. Yeah. The place in downtown? In Chinatown? Uh, nice. Yes. Well, it's called Crystal Whatever. Yes, yes. You've been to Crystal Whatever. It's a long line well, to get it. What's it called? It's called Little Jewel of it's New right, Orleans. Little Jewel or Crystal Whatever. Yeah, it's right down the street yeah. from the shit. <laughs> Little Jewel. We we went there together. Okay. And you complained about it. Anyway, uh, I think I, he's telling a story, Marty. So it's like a New Orleans style sandwich shop, and then it has like a little, little, little grocer, like a grocer, yeah. like which they have in New Orleans. I don't think they sell anything, but like they, ha- you can literally go shopping, and then you can get a, a but sandwich. But it's kind of like. Like a facade of food, you know. It's yeah, like, but it, they have stuff. And I heard these two dipshits coming out of there go. They, they one of them said, "Oh, I just saw some goo goo clusters," and I, I had like a sense memory, and I was like, "I know what the fuck that is." I was in Nashville twenty years ago for some work bullshit, and I was at a hotel. And as we were checking in, a woman was checking out, and she was a goo goo cluster she was a large a large a large woman and oh. this is before they had all that automated stuff at, at uh hotels so the woman behind the counter as she was checking out she said did y'all enjoy anything from the mini bar during your stay and i looked over because i was hearing that accent and mm-hmm. i looked at this very large woman and she looked a little embarrassed and she said i had a goo goo cluster <laughs> I that, was like, that does sound like what the fuck is a goo goo cluster? Yeah, that, so I went to my hotel room. Sounds like a, no, no. It sounds medical like, condition. Yeah, it sounds like a backwoods <laughs> medical condition. Oh, you went to the Bayou? Did you get the goo goo cluster? Yeah, I did. I had a goo goo cluster. I had to go to the hospital. It's a southern conf- it confection, and it is a don't disc of like I don't know uh, peanut butter and chocolate and nuts. And it, it is like diabetes in a disc form. It yeah. is so fucking sweet. Mm-hmm. But I, I bought it and enjoyed the shit out of it. But yeah. it reminded me of that woman going, I had a I goo goo cluster. She was a little embarrassed, but she was also like, hey, I'm on vacation. I'm going to have a goo goo cluster. Yeah. I'm sure it wasn't her first. No. I mean, nor. Don't, don't be so I'm not, judgy. I'm not goo goo cluster shaming her. but No. But it was just—it no. was a whole like I was taken in a lot. But see, and just I'm, hearing those three I words am so cheap that I will not like. I used to go and if I ever like had something from the bar, I would like immediately replace it. I would go like, oh, I gotta find a store to replace the the. Why well, you must have been a real dynamo on your honeymoon. 
<laughs> no, this was my honeymoon. Oh, that, this is the li- that I did it on my honeymoon. I bet yeah, you uh-huh. did, honey. I got to go. Hold on, I need, I'm making a shopping list of what Toblerone, yeah. uh, uh, a little tiny champagne no, no, no. bottle. We're not Toblerone people. <laughs> no. We're Twix people. Okay. Twix. How dare you? But now they have like a sensor. So I know. You, so now I don't need it at all. So I like my shopping is so much easier now. You grab the key to the mini bar and you throw it out the window the minute you walk in, so you won't be tempted. I know. Oh. No. I, but then I come back from from the CVS across the street <laughs> with like my Twix and I'm like oh I can't fit them in there there's no place to put them they deliberately create these fridges so you can't put anything in them when you go to a hotel do you keep bring an extra suitcase so you can take home all of the towels so you don't have to buy them you're not that cheap huh no I just stuff them in in my oh. shirts oh that I guess okay yeah, so I was I, at a hotel I, recently. I can't afford the extra baggage. What do <laughs> yeah. you? What do you? Yeah, you know. What do you, Mister Rockefeller? Have you done money? the the? Have you crunched the numbers? Because you got an extra bag to the flight. That's fifty bucks. Oh, so yeah. you might as well just buy I'm, the shitty towels. That's why you. I'm poor because yeah. I don't do that uh-huh. kind of thing. Yeah. French Canadian. Uh, I was in Cambria or somewhere like in Central California yeah, at, a, at, a, at a hotel. Cambria. Really, like just a cheapy, cheapy hotel. And there are no te- cheapy, cheapy hotels up there. I mean, they're they're they look like they're cheapy, but there was not a fancy place. Yeah. It was just like on the water, and we devoured everything in the, in the mini bar because mm-hmm. we didn't want to go out. And it was on the honor system. You had to write down <laughs> what you had. I had a and, But you know what? They charged normal prices. Like a candy bar wasn't $19. It was like yeah. a do- like a dollar fifty. So we were like, eh, we bought that. They were we like Costco it. prices. Yeah, it was just normal. And I yeah. was like, I appreciated that. Not yeah. this like... Ooh, I just touched a Twix. What is that going to cost me? Like, that's that's because twenty dollars. It makes you feel so shitty when you leave, thinking like, I just spent six dollars for um, like one like Hershey's Kiss. You know, why ten, does it make ten dollars for a small bottle of water? Yeah, because it. I, I it's wanna, like being in an airport, but but at, I don't at like a hotel. I feel shitty when I spend a lot of money that uh, I didn't intend on spending. You uh, know, they should bake it into the price. Uh, no, they <clears throat> they should do exactly what they did. Is they should just charge you a reasonable price. And it's the honor system, like just yeah. write down what you like. No one cares. I love that. I was like, huh? Did you? Right. Did you? I drank you so much booze. I I, I was honorable because the ish. Booze, no, ish. just because the the booze was like a normal mini bottle of tequila. Like, all right, that's what it would be. Not twenty dollars. Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll see when I get to my uh, hotel tomorrow. Oh, so where are you going to Montreal? Oh, so um, John, do you, do you miss those days when you were when your forefathers were in uh, Acadia? Acadia is Nova Scotia, but what was the question? Close uh, enough. Uh, they speak weird French there, you know. Oh yeah, they speak that weird French, eh? Yeah, it doesn't sound like any. It doesn't sound like French at all. I I saw prey. I don't I, speak I, French. I, I saw prey. I know how they speak. Oh yeah, and they act like that too. Yeah, still, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Did you see Prey? Prey? Yeah. Was, Predator movie. Oh, yes, I did. It's, Prey. It's That's fun. what it's called. Super mm. fun. Bad title. Yeah. Yeah. Prey. It just doesn't Predator well, is better. It's, it's already a video game. Is it? Yeah, called Prey with a lead character named M first initial M last initial uh, last name U. M U? M U? Yeah, that's my initial and last name. Oh, it is? Oh. Jesus Christ! Like what? Why? Why are you keeping this A material for late in the show? You got to open with this shit. What does he say? <laughs> I don't fucking. Know. I don't understand. Thank He's, you for coming back. Yeah, Jesus Christ! That was, it's been so hard. Oh it's my been like, lord! Been like pulling teeth. Oh my god! All right, so ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, or lady and uh, gentlemen, um, the 
uh, our host has left to go uh, sit on his warmed toilet. So we're going to talk about him while he's not here. Yeah. So uh, I can't think of anything to say though. I, yeah, he's so boring. There's he did a really to... good job in your in your thing in your podcast. Oh, no, oh, did you listen? Good. Yeah. Uh, he's a, it's a. Ama- I had no idea. I mean, neither. <laughs> he's so good. And, and so another actor in it who listened to it. Don't tell him. Uh, said, "Wow, he's really good." And. I, you know, uh, th- and this is Marty in a nutshell. Like, uh, uh, this is Subterra, the podcast that I made. Subterra, yeah. And Marty is one of the characters. He's also he's the, oh, he's coming back. Oh, he's yeah, the narrator. Quick, quick, quick. He's the narrator, and he's the sort of like the the emotional barometer. He lets you know. And so, uh, one of the other actors, like Marty, was like he really his game elevated, and he's really good. Yeah. And uh, I sent him that note via text, and he's like, "Nah, I'm terrible," or so, it's like yeah. a typical. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, or he's, he texted me like, "I listen to the podcast. Sounds great. the The host is annoying." Yeah, and, and I'm like, That's "You know, not some people sexy. are their own worst enemy." Uh, yeah, in Marty's it's like, case, it's he's he's know, he is my enemy and his own enemy. He's the enemy of everyone. Like, why can't he just go? Hey, hey, thanks for the compliment. What he's I, best I did, at I, I is really being his own enemy. That's what he's really. Yeah, excellent if he at. could just get out of his own. F- oh, he's back. Hey, Marty, you suck. Cool. <laughs> Do you, feel, so, do you feel seen? It's so yeah. not sexy when he goes, eh, I'm, uh, I hate the the work I do. Like, It's just, why don't you just accept the praise? Or are you just incapable? Well, you didn't give me praise. I did. Like weeks ago. Okay, you want more praise? <laughs> oh, he's such he's such an actor. You are such an actor. Like, uh, I'm not very good. That was yesterday. Me, what do you think more. about me now? No, it was really, it's just really hard for me to listen to myself. Every, that's everybody. Yeah, but taking the compliment, you can still take. Oh the no, compliment. I have taken the compliment, but like in this case, I like he sent me a link and I said it sounds great. The narrator sucks, and you're the narrator. Yeah. Why would? But but so where was the compliment? You know. So I well, I was just complimenting you, you while you're out of the room. All right, because but, I can't take rejection, which just what just like, no shit right. But yeah. no, it, it's just really hard for me to hear myself because I'm thinking of like, oh, were there any alts that I did or should I have done it this way? Or, you know, there's a little pop and, you know, it's just really hard for me to hear it. Ah, uh, um, I see. Yeah. I mean, unlike other how actors who are how, just. How does that make you feel? The dogs are, are humping each other. What the it's fuck like, are these dogs doing? They're, they're having an orgy. It's a dog orgy. It's very difficult to do the podcast. With they're the, playing. Oh, it's really good. I'm um, having sex in yeah. the background. But anyhow, so that gets to the point. You're here because you have completed the post-production, the, the whole production. Yes, the show is done. Of Subterra Season 2. We. So... Uh, Subterra season one, describe how, what that experience was like. Making it or Everything. the show? Just both, both. Uh, so a colleague that I worked with when he was a movie executive then became a writer and um, we were working together at this agency in Austin and we were just obsessed with Boston robotics yeah. They got those dogs. They make out, in, out, in, out in, I would assume they're in Boston or Waltham, wherever technology is made on the East Coast. It's those dogs that walk around and open doors. And I just think it's like they they made it look like a dog. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. And I don't know. We were just kind of like, let's come up with an idea with a robot dog. Because I haven't, I haven't heard that or seen that 
or uh, let's come up with our own take on it. And we came up with this big world underground called Subterra. And within the world, there's like a family that, you know, they're descendants of the people that started it. And there's like power struggles with the people who are making the power at the bottom and the elite class on the top. Like it's this whole giant caste system. How stoned were you when you came up so with this? So fucking stoned. Nice, nice. Alright, the middle. Cool. Uh, you know, in the middle, uh, maybe they're they're all watching TV show, <laughs> and it's like the Real Housewives of Subterra. Uh, that'd be great. So we're like, hey, let's go pitch this as a show because it's like this. You know, it's a big fun world, and we had done a lot of work to create the world, and then the pandemic happened, and we said, well, no one's gonna buy this now. Let's not pitch it as a show. And as I was sitting around my house listening to my wife make bread every day i said i got to i got to get something i got to keep what myself is, busy what does I'm... that sound like ooh ooh <laughs> oh this bread oh this crust is rustic she talks aloud to me like i'm supposed to respond and i just ignore her so since she doesn't get a response she doubles down and she goes oh this is so rustic and i just ignore her mm-hmm. so i said i got to go in the garage and come up with a project, or I'm gonna kill myself. And so we and said, be in the garage already. So. Yeah, I'm already there. Now you can't fit my car in the garage. It's one of those California itty bitty garages. Yeah, that makes sense. So we took one of the stories from Subterra and said, let's make it into a podcast because what the fuck else are we doing? So we took this kid Ace, who's like a orphan that lives in the bunker, and he's scrounging around getting some parts, and you find out that he's building an old school robot dog and he's gonna get the fuck out of there because he's gonna make his way to the surface so that's season one it's his journey to the surface and i was sitting at this table and marty was reading some voiceover for your mom's documentary or some thing that needed a narrator right i don't know okay that's great and uh i said oh yeah marty's you're a good narrator so it was pretty much just a narrator and Marty playing the character, and that was season one. And well, you also add you composed the music, you oh. cut all the sound effects. Yes, you, add, you did all the effects. So the, when you make a, when you make a podcast uh, on your own and you don't want to spend any money, you go to the University of YouTube and you're like, "How do I do this? And how do I do that?" And I taught myself how to edit audio. And how to and how to make music on? I used GarageBand, um, and just kind of like faked it till we made it. Is it? I mean, I know the first season isn't, but is the second season Dolby Atmos? It is. Yes. Nice. Yes. Nice. Um, and so it was a. Oh, and we did it in the pandemic, so Marty could record his stuff separately. You know, he we weren't all together. So I said. You're filthy. I can't go. So we wrote for just one, I, me and this guy that I met in Austin, or a, t- a movie exec who that I connected back with in Austin. We created it for Marty to record on his own, and I would chop it up and make some music. And we're just like, let's, it was like being in college again. Like, let's just make something for the fun of it. Because mm-hmm. Uncle Trump is paying us to stay at home, or Uncle Joe, or I don't know where we were. And um, it was super duper fun. And it was... Uh, it saved me during the pandemic because it was something to do and something to obsess over, and I didn't want to talk about bread anymore. And um, 
surprisingly, I thought it came out quite well. Like Marty, yeah. Marty, and full credit to Marty. I know he doesn't like it, but Shut he, up. he really did something that I was like, "Wow, okay, that's kind of like more than I expected." And yeah. an actor acts, and I went, "Okay." So I let let it all hang out there. Like I let um, his performance just kind of. I didn't chop it up. I was just like, eh, just leave it out there. Let it let it be. And people seemed to kind of like it. Uh, like the feedback was good. You know, I don't know. Thanks, mom. Couple thousand downloads. Like nothing crazy. But then it, it got a little steam and some little social media posts. So me and the dude were like, let's do another season. But now the pandemic's over. Does the dude have a name? Warren Davis. Okay. Um, and so you, we, oh, great. We wrote it like more like a series with ca- other actors and characters and people actually came to my house and recorded and, um, and so it's out and so it's bigger and, and louder from a post-production point of view. What was the jump that you made like in uh, tackling that? Because you, you did all the post on it, which was like just this Herculean, Herculean effort. You know, it really wasn't. It just because I like when you watch like a really good editor. That was the excuse you made for not coming to the podcast. Oh, okay. That was just an excuse. And now you, you damn it, you didn't want to see me. Uh, What I'm saying, the first season was you. The second season was like, oh my god, there's um, like I need an an assistant editor because there's all this media all over the place, and like, where's that one word that he said that one time? So, uh, it, yeah, it was second season was. Did you have an assistant editor? No, I'm too so it cheap. was Herculean. Yes, the first season wasn't that hard. Um, it was just like, is this good? Should I redo this? I did a lot of redoing stuff. Did but. you guys? Have, do you have any of the actors actually in the same room, or was it all separate performances that you cut together? All separate performances cut yeah, together. Yeah, that's hard, huh? That was that was hard. Yeah, because um, you have to kind of create the performance, kind of. They create it, and then you have to kind of recreate it by editing it together. Like, that's not unheard of. I and mean, that's it's how most how, animation is done. Yeah. It's only yeah. things like, um, you know, the fantastic Mr. Fox, where you get a, somebody like Wes Anderson who's like, hey, let's get everybody on the same room and we'll all just like drink rose at lunch. And then like, that's how shot. they did Rango with Johnny Depp. They were all together. All together. And they had um, headsets. And so they moved around. Like they would like, they, they did it like a play. Yeah. And it, it it's it works. I mean, there's an immediacy to it for sure, but you can, you know, if you're, uh, it's not impossible to do it but, remotely. But, uh, uh, animated shows that are made with everybody recording everything separately, you know, takes years, and they have forty gazillion people working on it. I mean, it is animated too, but yeah, I think the animation is the harder part. Oh, okay, I'm mm-hmm. guess I'm yeah. See, what the fuck? No, it's easy, and and like. Okay, so, and I so <clears throat> when someone would record, I'd act with them. Uh-huh. So they had you know someone to whatever read off of. But then I we drill down on lines. I'm like, just give me a run on this, or I, I did some weird like directing, like just say this one word ten times and then say the rest of the sentence, and it would like affect the performance. But um, I totally forgot my point. <laughs> no, but it was really effective. I I did that once with you. But, oh yeah, you did come in once. Yeah, but. I'm lazy and I yes. just don't, I don't want to. It was, it was the perfect role for Marty because I'd send him the script and he'd just record it. And he was always fantastic. Like uh, uh, some of the other actors listen to it and they're like, wow, like he's like, 
You really are wow. like the emotional barometer. Like you're yeah. telling you're, and it's important. It, it's since it's a sci-fi story, it, it's important to um to see the world, to right. hear the world. So I didn't want it to all be sound effects and whatever. So Marty is taking you into the world. And oh, the the water dripping. And all the like, action has to be described. And all the action, a lot of narration. But so there is a lot of narration, and I'm interested in that question because, like, uh, I don't think you used everything I said. I hope you didn't because it it was rather explicit. But I think the things that you fuck could've... you, Steve. That stuff he cut that out. Yeah. Oh. Oh no. I said. Uh, I said many. Oh, many at the end things. of every take where he goes, "Fuck you, Steve. You fart." I'm like, yeah, that's the best I could come up with. Yeah. You furt. And then just every time, you furt. So the second season, I did have someone assemble all of your stuff so I didn't have to listen to you. Oh, fair. <laughs> fair. Go, thank you. That is so unprofessional. That is $5 worth spent. But in addition to the narrator who's like taking you into the story, there's there are moments when you're like, Helping understand the emotion, yeah, of the scene. Uh, it was like a couple of moments where I'm like, "Oh, I got chills," and I'm like, "Great!" I don't want to. I, I think like a lesser show would have like a lot of music and a lot of like sound effects. And I'm like, "I don't." That's all nice and fine, but if a person is emoting to you, it's just so much more powerful than all the technical yeah. bullshit. Uh, so I, I listened to a, when I had COVID and I was like stuck in a hotel room. I listened to. Um, there was a Tessa Thompson, um, like dramatic podcast that I listened to. It was called like something about turning cars. It it was actually pretty cool, but it was, it was all just, uh, there was very little narration. And then, so then the, the dialogue gets into like a lot of like, what are you doing with that thing? You know, where you're identifying it and, and great sound effects and stuff like that. But I did have to like rewind it several times to figure out like piece together what the fuck is going on. Yeah. You know? So I think, I think that is like the challenge of a podcast is like, how much do you spoon feed? Not, I shouldn't say spoon feed, but how much are you explaining things? And then how much are you just letting things like, uh, like come up organically? I don't think there is a good, there's a set answer. No, but I think, I think you, you found a really good, uh, middle ground i think it really works like homecoming is the thing that that sticks out to me as a narrative which is all it's not a this is a julia roberts one you no know, the the original yeah, yeah. Keener. podcast yeah and that that's all supposedly like found sound it's found footage yeah, and it's it's, two, like, it's always two characters yeah. and so they're in a setting and they're having a conversation which works like, like i think or a phone call or something yeah like but that. it's it's never like like some of these scenes have like five characters, you yeah. know, a bunch of characters and, and extras, I guess. I mean, But the a thing crowd. about like Homecoming, the original podcast versus yours is that like Marty's saying, it relies on people describing what's happening in front of them even as they're It takes me out of it, it. for some Yeah, reason. exactly. I mean, it's a yeah, it's a weird balance and I think it can go either way, but it just Well, I, the thing is no it relies right on it, uh, uh, Subterra relies on a on the narration quite a bit and it never gets boring because you did a really good job oh well thank you john yeah i appreciate that i don't take his 
compliments. Oh, not oh, hits. John, okay. I appreciate you. I do have five single space typed pages of notes of your okay. episode you know five. Uh, I, the first five minutes I, are a fucking I, nightmare. I said that to you <laughs> about your your script. I said, oh, you know, like here's my script stuff, yeah. but I have notes. And then you just sent me something like so nasty, like. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, and now uh, you're using the same yeah, joke yeah, on me, uh, yeah. yeah, in public. I mean, but to, but what what I find interesting or whatever, the, the the decision to have a narrator was just because of COVID, because we couldn't all. I, I wanted a you know uh, a, a full cast. Hey, look around this place. We're in an underground bunker. Right. Yeah, and that robot dog, boy, he's cute. Yeah, yeah and come I was, here, little. And I was like, get over. Like, and I was like, I can do all the voices. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Ace? So the decision was based on we can't be in the same room, so yeah. it has to be narrated. Right. And now we're able to be in the same room, and um, it's the the world expands a little bit. But it wasn't motivated by creativity, which I find interesting. It was mo- motivated by that's the that's, that's where things. creativity comes from. Yes. You know? So what what were some as somebody who researched this, immersed yourself in this, what are some great examples, aside from your own, of, of podcasts that were good storytelling podcasts? Aside from Homecoming? No, yeah. Um, you put me on the spot because I listened to so many, and as soon as they're done, I'm like, oh, no, I'm on to the next. Yeah. There, uh, what's that musical one? Uh, it's a it's a couple breaking up over forty eight hours and they're recording themselves. All right, people can that one. They, yeah, people that's can. One. That's enough for you to go. <laughs> no, no, seriously, that's enough. People can go search for. What it. about uh, what did you but did you find anything that was really surprising that you didn't know from the YouTube University that was like or an easy hack that was like surprisingly easy or really incredibly hard? Like what's what's something that's really hard to do? What's hard to do? Yeah. Um, I think to what you said where you, uh, there's a scene with a bunch of actors and they've all been recorded at different times, but with me acting horribly uh, opposite them and I have to now make it feel like they're talking to each other. And a couple of times I was like, "Eh, that's good enough. And then I listened to it back and I'm like, those are just words and then other words and then other words. Like they don't, there's a. Um, a metaphysics to a conversation between multiple people and if you're not editing it correctly yeah it just sounds like i said a line and yeah. then i said a line yeah and then i also said a line and yeah. it's just like it's there's no rising emotion there's no like turn yeah. it's just dynamism like, all right i have to fucking throw this you know this huge chunk this huge moment that i'm like well it, it's an i gave myself a note like if i had sent that into a studio and they were like yeah, that scene sucks. Yeah. That's, let's literally. I don't have notes. My note is start again. Like yeah. make it seem like there's something happening there. And you know, uh, one of the actors was a big fan of a lot of takes. He said, "I'm I'm going to give you like fifty. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy." And I, so you know, I picked the second one because I'm like, I did my due diligence. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna listen to fifty old boys. And find the one that like oh that fits, that fits with the the line before it, and so you're like, wow, I mean, no, you got it deep in the weeds, spending hours. I just I did it on a plane because I'm like I have six hours, yeah. and I'm like I cut like a a two minute scene yeah. for five. You got to do the Duplass version where you're like ah B plus is good, you know. Uh, I it just it it took me out of it, and I it was also me just like you know you just 
half-assed this. Like, By the I, way, I know season two of Avenue Five is now about to come out. Oh, is on it? HBO. Yeah, uh, Armand Iannucci. I don't know what made me think of that, but anyhow. Um, everyone oh, because should... Kyle Bornheimer's in what? Subterra. He's in... Uh, Who's uh, this? Uh, this actor, Kyle Bornheimer. Oh. That he's a friend of the show? No. Okay. Mm-mm. Great bit. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he plays, uh, he plays a character in it. Yeah, and he's great. Yes. Uh, is, everyone, is Avenue 5 the one about the spaceship? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's on its second and final ep- uh, season, ah. I believe. Yeah. 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 So, I, uh, you know, I guess that was the hard part. And then the easy part is just making it sound so big. Like oh, I, that really? was the thing that I was thinking about the whole time. It's like, God damn, like Steve has to like, like create echoes and do all this other shit and like, you know, create spatial things. Super like, easy. Super easy. No, it's not. It really is. No, and it's um, not. I'm using like a mastering tool. I like I started listening to these mastering nerds. Yeah, and I, like I before two years ago, like I don't know what I've heard remixed. Like yeah. this album's been remixed, and I've heard remastered, and I'm like, yeah. I don't know what but that means. Who sweetened your mix? There's no sweetening. Sweetening is mastering. No, it's not. If you it talk isn't. to a sweetener, no, no. Uh, whatever. like, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I don't even know that much. I don't know that much either. But somebody was trying to explain it to me. I was like. You're just saying like, you're just saying that like sweeteners just like, uh, like fuck with knobs and then take your money, you know. But that's what mastering is. Uh, yeah. At okay. least when I listen to these, I mean, these are guys that like master Billie Eilish, right? And they're like, oh, and I do, I take the stems and I put them through the DX one three three. I did the Exciter one thousand minute percent. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it and sounds I'm, like a lot of bullshit to me. It's a lot of, yeah. but it's magical. Yeah. Well, they they buy a bunch of gear and they push that Billie Eilish song through it and it just makes it sound wider yeah. and like oh it's above me like yeah. it was here now it's here and so I just found they, a program they, that does that and I've got some settings and each one goes through it and it, you listen to it and you're like whoa it oh, just yeah. sounds like it. first it was here right close to your ears and now it's way out wow. so it's just some they just find the right buttons. I was at a party this weekend. Uh, really? For a very short time. Fantastic. Yes, okay, you got on, out. No, on to the next um, thing. Okay. I just, I just wanted to let you know that I went to a That's party. That's really good. Breaking, We're very proud breaking of you. news. Breaking news. I went to a party. But uh, they, the host had like like a $30,000 stereo there that was playing vinyl. Um, it was, what was it? Late Night Tales or something like that. I don't know. It's like basically like these band these hipster bands would like put these um like uh this vinyl together and of all the the music that influenced them okay and it was on heavy vinyl and it was all like some of them were remixed by them all this other stuff but um but i'm listening to it and like i'm listening to my friend who's there and he's like yeah like you know my speakers were only you know ten thousand dollars but they totally kick ass on this uh this system and like you know when i just hear the mids get crushed i just it just makes me sad and i can't <laughs> listen anymore and i'm like you don't hear any of it i i, I it just it's music and it's like oh it sounds good it sounds good it sounds good yeah you you're like me if, if you spent thirty thousand dollars on a stereo and you listen to it you think I could have spent that money somewhere else. I, I would never do that in the first place. I could have bought so many sex workers. Yeah. Look at, I could have had so I, much I, anal. I, I spent, like, yeah. I, I'm the one who cheaped out on an iPad and got, a, a like, an eBay whatever, like, Google pad. That is, like, 
fucking me right now. So, you know? uh, do you would you recommend buying your electronic equipment on eBay, Marty? Uh, do you think that's a good idea? I moving on to I that topic. I wouldn't suggest getting a used Chromebook. Um, a used Chromebook because you, it costs you one hundred and eighty dollars. So you probably save like what thirty, forty dollars off of a new one. How? Dare you? No, I mean, it's accurate. I no, think. thirty-five or forty-five dollars, oh. you motherfucker! Right. And oh, wow. it came with a free charger, so fuck you. A free <laughs> charger? D- okay. Don't all computers come with a charger? <laughs> no, no, not you, so much you, anymore. You get one sir. charge. Like, you, dare you? It's a disposable not laptop. Not in the world of Chromebooks. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, okay. So I'm not necessarily the smartest buyer, but I'm not used to like. I'm used to just squeaking by on just nothing you know but you, you've been like gainfully employed for like a decade but still i'm still i i, I can't shake that you yeah. know yeah you you went you were born in the depression uh, no i just i just had bad credit for a long time you know uh, and and it gave me a lot of stress and now i just like i'm terrified to ever spend money well that's fair that's good that's fair that's yeah. good it's a that's good fear fair. to have it's a good fear to have um, I, I suffer from that as well but i'm so self-aware. All right, all right. I buy right. some. Well, no, I just buy something. Here. I buy something cheap, and I go. This is. I'm going to buy this again because I went cheap. Yep. I should just buy the better one. No. You know what? My thing is, I should just buy the better one, but I'm not going to buy anything at all now. And well, it's worse. Yeah. 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 With computers, I, once I just, I, I and I hate Macs. I hate Mac people. I feel like it's a cult. You're a Mac person, but he I, hates I, himself. That's you know. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I had so par, many problems par, par, with my Sony laptop and uh, Windows stinks. You realize Sony hasn't made a laptop for like five years. You know, I I have been I've been yeah I've had Macs for like twenty years. Right. But once and then I'm like they're too expensive. That was my reasoning. And then I bought one and it worked for ten years. And I'm like, oh, that's why you buy a Mac because right. it lasts. Here's my word of advice to everybody. Don't buy a used Chromebook for under two hundred bucks on the internet. Even Sage though, advice. yeah, even though it's got a great screen, it it doesn't stay on. It does not stay on. It doesn't stay on. Did you ever wonder why they sold it? Never mind. I'm gonna stop. We'll just stop there. We're gonna put a pin in it. How do you feel about Aaron Judge? Uh, who? What? Aaron Judge. He just broke the American I, League uh, home I just, run record. I just read what the my writers put in front of me. <laughs> they just hand him a blue card, and he goes, "Ah, here's a here's a new story." Uh, I mean, you said American League. American. So League. American League has a designated hitter. They do. Yeah, and he's a designated hitter. No, oh, he's not. He's outfielder. Oh, and why can't they just get that worked out? Why does there got to be like one side have? designated it's hitters. racism yeah, why is there <laughs> black people yeah. that's why it's always racist hey why do we tip in america racism why, why do we have a designated Actually, hitter tipping keep the blacks out of basketball baseball like, and tipping course, is racism of course and, um, okay yeah. cool but uh yeah like why do we have people driving yeah. on the left and the right side of the road why are pick, we on the met- not one. on the metric system racism racism, racism. racism. clearly racism why is it that <coughs> i excuse me islands islands drive on the left side of the road I mean, everybody else drives on the right. What do you mean, what do you mean islands? I, you I mean, like uh, England and Japan oh. and like Singapore. Australia. And Australia, they drive on the left? They do. New Zealand. I would rather, I, I've been to England to, you, to visit you my would son. What? I've been to England. To, you would rather? I would rather. I would rather. Okay. Oh, oh, boy. Jesus. Make fun of the way I talk more? 
Sweet, uh, sweet. Okay, now okay. it's time for a new segment, an old segment on Nooner. Make fun of the way John talks. Coming it's called Gonna put you in ears. If you like it rough, well, tough. Come on, I'm so sorry, John. You were about to say something. Rum. I was supposed to say, say, the, say the, rum. The producer just po- poked rum. in with a, a sound rum. cue, and you gotta, you gotta obey the rum, producer. Rum, rum. I don't know who that is, but anyhow, I'm sure whatever you were gonna say was really interesting. I was gonna talk about my room. Yeah. So this is an area of the show where a guest comes in. Hello. And we ask them. Softballs. Well, don't. They're Marty softballs. I don't have any. Oh. And that's not what I felt earlier tonight. Um, what's your favorite non-beer drink of choice these days? Spark- today, Sparkling water with some lime in it. Okay. You got to expand that. Like sparkling water isn't just one thing. Topo Chico. Topo oh, yeah. Chico. Topo Chico. The cheap stuff. Is that the cheap one? Yeah. Isn't that oh. the, the blue bottle? No. No, no. It's, it's from it, they Texas. Br- they, they bring oh. it in glass bottles from Texas. It's like expensive, like stupid, douchey stuff. <laughs> but anyhow, you. Uh, you, you have it. Topo Chico, Topo Chico with lime. With lime. What kind of lime? Uh, a, a green one. I don't know. What right. kind of, like a key lime. I don't. Mm, I don't know. You tell me. I just buy whatever limes are at the market. Okay. I yeah. And, uh, but and I, that's my. I don't. I'm not like a drink dude. I hate juice. Right. I just drink alcohol and sparkling water because I your love alcohol bubbles. is primarily beer. Uh, yeah, beer or uh, a sparkling wine. I like bubbles. Wait, you don't? You like sparkling wine? Yes, wine. Oh my god! It's, oh it, my! You're like, god. you're like you pour. A, I, I I don't do wine. I don't I I don't drink wine. I like ca- I, I, I don't like, drink. I like cava. I, like, I don't drink wine. I like champagne. I, I don't like, drink. Uh, well, that's it. Those are the two. Okay, <laughs> cava and champagne. Spain and France. Uh, John, what is your favorite non-beer drink of choice? Moxie. Moxie. Uh, I like uh, really cheap uh, sparkling water with uh, uh, lemon juice that I, you know, that comes look, look looks like a lemon. I squeeze that in there. Yeah. And I also drink just a ton of decaf coffee with uh, uh, protein shake in it. Would you like? Like I drink it all day long. Would you like some decaf coffee right now? Without I, I uh, yes, I would. I'd like some decaf coffee right okay. now. I get the instant stuff that has the the generic brand instant coffee. All right. Decaf coffee. I, it's all high end for me. And the other thing I want to mention is that key limes are no longer on, key? on on the Florida Keys. You can't get them on the Florida Keys because they were wiped out by a hurricane in the fifties. Oh, so where do you get them? Wait, other they places could, since Texas. the fifties they couldn't have planted a a lime tree. Have you been to the Keys? They don't they don't plant things on the Keys anymore. They just drink. No. It's not like anybody says, you know, I'm thinking about the future. And it's like, I'm thinking about, yes, Margaritaville and the Eagles. I'm going to go to the bar and listen to the same set by a different person <laughs> and get drunk and pass out. That's what happens in the Florida Keys. They don't plant things in the Florida I've Keys. I've never anymore. been, never been. Is I it, rewatched Matthew two kinds McConaughey's of movie, The Beach Bomb, which is set there. Oh, yeah. Is it, it is so fucking entertaining. I, I, I heard that it's, it's good. It's really good. It. It, it, it shouldn't work. But My father lived down there, and I can tell you there's two kinds of people in the Florida Keys. There's rich alcoholics and, and middle class al- alcoholics. <laughs> and then there's Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> no, um, yeah, there was someone from Sacred Fools in that movie. 
Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, let's remember her name. We'll save Snoop Dogg. No, we'll save it for the end of the show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, what? Um, why were you there? Why was I in the Keys? Yeah, because my father lived there. Oh, okay. I visited him. He lived on a sailboat. He was a bachelor, seventy-year-old man living on a sailboat in the Florida Keys, and we're just working on his alcoholism. And let me tell you, it was um, smelly. Um, <clears throat> like puppy smelly, like having a puppy in a yeah, small. There was a, there was some of that. Yeah, right. there was a lot of different smells. Oh, Walter's right at my feet right now. Um, all right, cool. Yeah, it's why, a, why do people move there to to drink? Like, can't you just drink where you live, or is it just so fun to drink there? Yeah, I well, mean, I, I don't think there's any judgment. I mean, and you literally go out to bars. And there's uh, always, every place, there's a guy on a guitar, oh, yeah. and he's playing a Bonnie Raitt song, same Bonnie Raitt song, same Eagle song, same- Bob uh, Mar- Maybe a Bob Marley? Uh, no, what? no. What's no. the Margaritaville guy? Yeah. Jimmy uh, Buffett. Jimmy Buffett. He's in the movie as Jimmy Buffett. Of course. Uh, it's it's the most Florida Keys movie ever made. So you, you hear the same set from different, different guitarists at every different bar, and there's absolutely, I mean, it, there's no judgment. You're just going to- you, you go to you go to start drinking at you know, eleven. You know what like, that reminds well, me. Of? What took you so long? Years ago, I was in Cabo San Lucas, not for fun, for yeah. work. But, Why would someone go there for fun? Uh, a lot of Orange County money flies down there, so they can drink without judgment. Yeah. And uh, I would go from bar to bar to bar okay. to bar, and every like there was a little rock band in every place. Yeah. And I I heard "Welcome to the Jungle" like thirty times. It's like all early '90s stuff when. The people who were there were like, I was, I was great shape back then. I was going to play football, and so it was. I heard "Pour Some Sugar on Me" by a cover band, and "Welcome to the Jungle" like a hundred times in three days. It's just there's a soundtrack to I just remember middle aged okay. uh, failure. So everyone who knows uh, who, <laughs> if you don't know where this is, this is at the the southern tip of Baja California. Yes, it's a resort. town. It's a resort town, and you. I, I went there once, and just. I didn't want to go. It was a family thing, and I went to the 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 town from like we're staying at a hotel, and then went to the town, and like you walk down the street, and they're like jewelry, jewelry, and then as you get closer, they're like coke, 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 you know, um, pot. So it sounds coke. like they're saying cool. jewelry, but when no, you get closer, they're saying jewelry, it's, it's but like then they're like then they, jewelry, coke, like that. Yeah, and and I was like, I don't. I don't want to go Coca-Cola. somewhere. You're like, where can I? Can I see some of the jewelry? <laughs> I was like, I'm just really interested in some, you know, Look, emeralds. I'm looking for some junk jewelry to drape some, around my neck some while turquoise. I don't do cocaine in Mexico. Yeah, I can't um, take it. So then I had to, to start the, the cocaine. Again. Yeah, of course. You know? Yeah, we gotta try it. But uh, and that interfered with all the, you know, the the. Um, Viagra I took so it was like <laughs> yeah. really really like my blood pressure yeah. was like pew yeah but skiing with dynamite that's what I call that oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah that's gonna be the name yeah. of my, <laughs> my that's your autobiography <laughs> <laughs> name of my uh, Def Leppard cover band right yeah. exactly you oh do a line God. of coke and then you do a line of Viagra you do a line of coke and a line of Viagra and then you're Gordon like Gleben, Gleben, Gleben. <laughs> 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 Your heart starts pounding in your chest, and your your erection is starting to pound with it. And you're right. like, no, no. Uh, but they were 
out of sync. That was a weird <laughs> yeah. thing. If yeah, if they're not together, like, what's pumping that thing? You know. <laughs> Uh, what someone's in control yeah, of it and yeah. it's not and me. then and then i then i was like st- i was scared and i just stayed at the the hotel and i was like this is not a fun thing to just like stay at the hotel where the the best and cheapest food was and like nobody was like trying to get money out of me you know did you get anything from the mini bar <laughs> okay did you not do, yeah. do you want me to rewind no earlier no so uh did, was there a pool at the hotel there was not. Oh Jesus! Uh, so you, that was your vacation. You just went down there and sat, stayed scared in a hotel. I sat at the beach where it said "Do not go in the water." Oh, and just like, like a sat wonderful there. Place. Yeah, it was the it was kind of the worst vacation I've ever had. Uh, but my father and I bonded with mm. his oh, yeah. his brother and my cousin. Well, all the that coke. was amazing. They were do- they did all the coke. Yeah, yeah, and they could not stop talking. They were like, "Oh my god, this is amazing! You get me? No, you get me!" <laughs> oh, that's my song. Yeah. So, mm. so the the moral of the story is: stay out of Mexico and do lots of cocaine. Do all the cocaine before you go to Mexico. Yeah. Uh so. Um, what a, like you have been very interested or, or, or committed to promoting this podcast? Like, how is that? Yeah, why are you been? here? <laughs> you you want, gotta start you, somewhere. You gotta yeah. you start at the yeah, bottom. Go to, go. work your way to the top. Yeah, but that, that, you want, uh, I hear you, you have a lot of uh, people listening in prisons in Finland. Yes. Yeah. But I I bring that up because I don't know what it's like to market anything, you know. Really, Marty? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. Shocking. Uh, I'm learning as I go, but it is uh it's the the easy part is making the podcast. Like that's easy. Yeah. It's like I mean, making it, it It is such a fun story, I have to say. Like even though I can't stand my own voice, it is a gripping fun Tense and thought, like just like imagine. I have one story. Okay, the the name of the dog is. It just really takes me out. Really, every single time. Really, like who's Hazel? Oh, that's right. It's a robot dog. Shit. Yeah, but it's named in after Ace's mom. Yeah, no, I I got that. I got that. that. You don't like like the word Hazel? (sighs) No, it just sounds like a a little girl. (laughs) Doesn't sound like a robot dog. Well, it's a. What would a robot? Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, That's that's the response. You know what? I note for the thing it's done. (laughs) I have a problem with the name Ace because if you say Ace said this, there was a couple times when I I said who's who's Malinace? Who's did I miss something? Malinace is Malinace a character? Oh, it's Mal and Ace. I thought that narrator really talks fast. Yeah. Oh, then I have it on. I had it on double speed. All right. Well, there. Already sounds really young. Um. Yeah, it's only time. But yeah, Ace. Ace followed by the. A, a word that begins with S is very hard to say. Like what? Ace slept. Yeah. Yeah. Ace. Ace snorted. Ace snorted. <laughs> some. Some. Sensimia. <laughs> uh, no, uh, that's not what you do with that. But yeah. Ace snorted. You have to stop. Yeah. Ace and then and then all of a sudden a I snort. feel like I'm in an elocution class. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But it it was super fun. I love doing voiceover. It's 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 great, and it was like super fun to do something really exciting like this. And so I I'm. Have you had any initial feedback from whom? I don't know. It launched two days ago. 
Oh, uh, we're the number 25 sci-fi podcast in South Africa. Whatever. Really? Fantastic. I, I, I don't know what that means. That's awesome. Of 25, maybe? Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, you get all this data. I'm like, is that good? I don't know. It's very good. Is it? Yeah. For, yeah, for I, yeah like Do I you know, realize right? there are three there are three <laughs> MP3 players in South Africa? You yeah. Know? Yeah. So. They're Being good. number 25? Yeah. It, it's. You're being listened to by all three, probably. Yeah. Um, okay, That's so good. it's a hundred percent. It's market saturation. We're still in softballs. Oh right. So if I gave you a million dollars to buy um, a place to retire, where would you buy it? One place in the world. Yeah. And I have one million U.S. dollars. One million U.S. Do I, dollars. Do I, I owe any taxes on this money? No, no taxes. And it's tax-free. One million dollars. Yeah, yeah. Retire somewhere. In the world. Yeah, yeah. And you can have all the cash you want, but you can't get a different domicile. One place. Yeah. Barcelona. Barcelona? I'm sorry, I had a little stroke uh, there. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> okay. You smell burning why, toast? Why, why Barcelona? I uh, loved it there, and it's close to the rest of Europe, but it's kind of far away, and it's as far west, except for Portugal. Oh, why not Portugal? Because I've never been to Portugal. Ah, there so you go. then you could fly to the United States. It's like the closest to get to the United States. How's your Spanish? Terrible. All right. But eh. when you got a million you dollars. Got a, you got a million you got, dollars. Yeah. You just, here you go, Tony. Get, give me some food. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> oh my God. You would uh, be lynched. So yeah, yeah. It would be quick. I just loved it there. It was fun. It was like a, it was a little dangerous. Yeah. Where Paris, I don't feel, I, I feel like someone may not work around me so much that they hurt me. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't want to even yeah. stand. From their idleness. Yeah. And England, that's not for me. Right. So. How about you, John? One million dollars? I can't afford anything in any of the places that I want to go for one million dollars. So. Well, that's why you have to pick something for one million dollars <laughs> because that's not nothing. It's not an amazing amount of money given like LA prices, but... Um, my house in my bad neighborhood is worth a million dollars. Yeah. Now. So, that but pick you... something other than your house to live in, and your house. Well, I want to. I want to. I want to live near a beach. I. I mean, I want to. I'd like to live in Hawaii or uh, on the beach in California, but I can't do that for a million dollars. And I guess I could get a shack, maybe. Maybe if I go up the beach, you know, Zuma, and live under a cardboard box i could do that for a million dollars mm. actually i had friends who lived in malibu in like this wash and you went there like a wash yeah and it was like you know like like this river went through and there was like this whole like flat plain there oh yeah and where all these artists like set up like like cabins and Ca trailers and whatever and like uh, a homeless encampment is that what you're talking no, about or are no. you talking about the malibu colony which uh, one are you talking about no this is like somewhere in between but closer to the homeless part but uh but yeah and they were there and it was like really cool and fun but they didn't own it and like i, I think probably a few years later there was a you know a, a big uh rain that washed them all out oh but, really yeah, yeah oh geez yeah there's a trailer park uh, there, or there used to be up in Malibu. Maybe yeah, I could buy I still a, there. a trailer home yeah. in Malibu. But um, that's what I, I, I really like the ocean. I really like the beach. I know nobody else does. Well, but I, I like to live in Hawaii, but. 
I did see this video of somebody who was working as a house cleaner in San Francisco. So house cleaner, not making a ton of money, but yeah. working in San Francisco, probably making a good amount of money. But yeah, they for a house cleaner, for a house but cleaner. not in, the, but yeah, living in San Francisco where a Kit Kat bar costs fifteen dollars, right? At, then, at the Costco. But then they went to they bought property in Hawaii. Oh yeah. And then they're like, okay, well, I'm going to get this little plot here and I'm going to build this garage and this house and here are my plans. And they're like, uh, I'm going to start with the, house, the, the garage. And after the garage, they like stopped. And they're mm -hmm. like, and then they lived in the garage and that was their home. And they spent like, you know, some like $60,000 on it or something like that. But I have some uh, friends of friends who uh, we used to go up to their um house in uh, the Malibu Hills, beautiful place. They're related to uh, Frank Lloyd Wright. They're like his grandson or something like that. And they, they started building this incredible house up there, and they realized that if they finished it, the property taxes would destroy them. Right, right, right. So they've just never finished it, and they just live in like these temporary well, that's houses. That's what this person did, and they did exactly that. They're like, we, like, they never had the intention to finish it, but they were oh. like, they're like, oh, well, all we need is a garage, you know, yeah. and and then like I just thought that was so clever and like these these friends of yours they don't poop. Um, I've never seen them poop. So, wow, my! Are God. they actually cars? No, it's just not. It was on YouTube. Okay, so. it was. They weren't friends of yours, really. I don't have friends. Okay, get get out of my house. <sighs> right. Uh, okay, so the last um, softball. Softball. Is what is your favorite alarm sound? That one. Oh. Uh, what's your favorite post apocalyptic sci fi story? And I mentioned this because this is kind of like, I don't know. We don't know if Subterra takes place on Earth. I think what it's taking you, place right now. Do you, do you think it takes place on Earth? I think it takes place on Earth beneath your house. Okay, right now. I think that what's going to happen is that he's going to come up and they're going to find you well, there. Well, clearly you haven't finished it because you'll find out that... No, I'm only on episode six. I fuck them up. Um, uh, best post-apocalyptic movie? Yeah, sci-fi movie. Sci-fi. Yeah. Uh, children, children of Men. Or, or 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 show, you know. But okay, children. Because you of thought men. I was going to say Fury Road, and it is a perfect movie. But I've been thinking about Children of Men, and uh, why? Uh, didn't the, doesn't the director have something coming out or something? Um, that guy, Inarado? I don't know. Is it Inarado? Or no, in, it's in, not. It's no, the it's other uh, dude. The other, the it's other the other Mexican dude. Yeah, that other guy. You know, Guillermo del Gu Toro. No, it's no, guy. it's not. It's not the other the other one. Yeah, the third guy. Yeah, it's, isn't um, Guillermo del Toro Spanish? No, no, no he's they're Mexican. All, they're all Mexican. Okay. They're all friends. Yeah, they all went to and, college together um, or something. They no, it's a guy who did um, Birdman, Gravity. Gravity. No, not Inaratu did Birdman. Well, they all yeah. like really long takes. Uh, yeah, uh, I can't tell them apart. <laughs> Is that keep talking, sense? keep Oof. talking. Woof. Um, I don't know. It just popped into my head recently. And I, I thought I, I love that love movie. That it movie. is awesome. Yeah. And it's based really on a book, right? It is. Yeah. And Margaret, yeah, it's so. not Margaret Atwood. Uh, what's her name? Um, P.D. James. P.D. James. S.E. Yeah. Hinton wrote it. Yeah. Are yeah. you there, God? It's me, Children of Men. <laughs> it's by it's Judy me, Bloom. Clive Owen. <laughs> Clive Owen. <laughs> but I like, have a pregnant woman. Uh, like, there is so much, like, it is some <clears throat> of the, the best uh, seamless 
special effects. And maybe it doesn't hold up. I haven't seen it in a couple of years, but... It holds up. But when you watch it, you're like, you don't think about how the intricacy of the special effects that no you don't and if you watch it again or or actually just how they did the shots yeah it doesn't it doesn't the fact that they're doing uh long takes that are impossible yeah does not take you out yeah and then when you see what they did to do like like there's that scene where clive owen and and um the redhead what's her name julia julianne Moore. Moore. you know where they're like they're playing with the ping pong ball yeah that's all special effects it is of course. Are you sure? Yes. You cannot, like, I cannot, s- like, trade ping pong balls with you, like, in a movie set. Like, no, wow. of course not. Well, that's amazing. And then, and then all of a sudden, like, you know, they get attacked. No, it's all in a car. In the same shot, they get attacked by a bunch of people, like, explosions happen. Yeah. And then... She gets shot. And then she gets and shot. And there's a stunt with a with a motorcycle. I yeah. show it in my class. Yeah. It's and insane. Then they, and then they get out, and then... They they kill the police officer. Yeah, like it, I see. It like is, that's not what I remember. I mean, I, I know those scenes exist and they're amazing. But that's the perfect thing is that you don't remember. But I remember how he realizes that even the the rebels that he's with are bad dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Like every like yeah, yeah. he is alone in the world, and it's just like the emotion Ch- of it. Chuwait Elijah for is like you know a a shitty guy. Yeah, like I, I it just it's such a great story that. Like oh yeah, there's uh, some amazing sequences and all oh, that was and cool. And fart jokes and fart jokes. Pull my finger. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's like I I don't. Uh, in the moment, I was like, wow, look at that shot because I'm that guy at yeah. the movie theater. Oh, look how they did that. Yeah. But as it's ten years old, I just think about how it made me feel, mm-hmm. and ah. I still have like. I just remember when he's in an in an argument in a room with all those rebels, and a cat just jumps up on his on his uh, legs and Digital. sticks his claws in and, it, and he goes, ow. And I was like, oh, that's the whole movie. He's just being attacked. Like, and I was like, <laughs> what a just beautiful little shot and a little moment and it's just him quietly going, ow. And I was, you know, like that's what sticks in my head other than $180,000 exa- of exactly. rigging on a car to make one shot. You know? and, and if that's, even if you do the $180,000 of rigging, you don't want your audience to think about that. You want them to think about the story and the characters. Yeah. You know? That's why and it's a great movie. That's yeah. why it's a great movie. Exactly. Uh, John, what about you? Don't say Children of Men. I just did it. I'm going to say Children of Men. So I you said say Children of Men. Children it's, the, of it's the Children of Men podcast. Men. Children of Women. No, there's no women. What, what, what came to mind after um, Steve stole my answer <laughs> was um, Station Eleven. Oh, nice. That's another. I think that. that uh, Fantastic show. Is uh, is really scarily prescient. Okay, I so thought. this is an HBO show about a Shakespearean troupe in the post-apocalypse. I guess that that's one way of summing it up. And so, enjoy everybody. It's based on a book by um, S. E. Hinton, Emily Saint, uh, yeah, Saint John, Shakespeare, Mandel. Eleanor Hinton, uh, Howie Mandel's sister, mm-hmm. um, and. Not really. No? No. Okay. Oh, thank you. I believe, for, you know thank, thank you for clarifying. I believed you. So good. So good. I'm glad I'm glad we wasted. Yeah, it should not know. have worked. I'm like, oh, it's a theater troupe in the post apocalypse. Like, this is way too pretentious for me. And But I why got, does it work? Um the cast is amazing. It jumps around in time. Uh the the guy that takes the girl in that when she's young, when she's at the yeah. play, 
is fantastic. Like, I think he won an Emmy, right? Or I don't one know. of them won an Emmy. Laurie Petty wears glasses. Uh, it, it's just Laurie Petty. We talked about Laurie Petty. Oh boy. Is she good? I don't know. Is she? <laughs> she's is that, good. She's is good that in acting, it. or she's is good in it? Is she she's a freak? Is she having a, an issue? Yeah. <laughs> Is she know she's being filmed? Does, does someone have to tell it, Lori? We are photographing you for a thing. Okay, I'm not. We gonna do it. Like tur- turns into the Simpson cat lady, you know. Uh, she's that's what you think Tank Girl would turn into. That's, yeah. a, that's a choice. I yeah, I don't know why it worked. I mean, I I loved every episode, and it stuck the fucking landing. Uh, McKin- so. Mackenzie did really really it, good it, storytelling from a very very good novel, and then they did a really good job of bringing it to McKenzie. Davis, is that her? her I name? think so. Yes. Yes. I would She's guess. really good. She's yep. really, really compelling. It yep. didn't get too in the weeds about the Shakespeare, which right. you know, it was it was just like just enough of a theater crew. Uh, they said two lines, and I was like, "I'm out." Oh boy. Yep. Um, but they they instead of getting too in the weeds about it, they made it under you made you understand how important art would be in yeah. the the after. Well, that's actually a really interesting thing. It's like. It, and it Who's makes it? me think of the the pianist. Do you ever see the pianist, uh, the Roman Polanski film? Yeah, not a problematic uh, character person at R- all. Roman Polanski. Yeah, uh, child um, rapist. Great uh, director, though. Yeah, um, but in the pianist, like, there's the scene where they're like they're the, waiting. What was the name of the movie? The the penis. Uh, they're. <laughs> Big fat cock was the original <laughs> title. Like the big fat cock. Yeah. No, and they're like a, Roman, a big fat cock. A R- Roman, Roman, a moment. Big thick veiny uh, purple. Uh, Roman cock. Roman, please. Just, just, just a, a one thought. Hold my big thick cock. <laughs> no. Roman, please. I mean, it is a. It's about the Holocaust. Uh, Roman, let's focus on the story. Mm. We'll work on this. The, the cylindrical, big thick, deplacing uh, de- uh, cock. No, it's just the pianist. But when and for best uh, best picture, we have the penis by the, Roman Polanski's penis. They're waiting to get like shipped out on trains, and then they're like sharing a, a like a caramel candy, yeah. and they split it like four ways. Uh, with w- Adrian Brody does it with his whole family, and you're like, oh, that's what you would do in those moments. Like you find you find any tiny bit of pleasure you can. Yeah. And that's what you do when you tr- search for art and that's what you do like so when when I see um something about despair a, a situation of despair where people are wallowing in despair that's not to me that what the human condition is. Like they're the gallows humors that the humor that that people engage in there's the the search to find any bit of pleasure out of the smallest thing and in this case it was like a small piece of uh caramel that they split up into four ways i think i can answer also why i think station 11 works is uh there's a villain in it there's an antagonist Mm -hmm. and in those kinds of stories i'm looking at you walking dead you can just have this heavy come in Who's just bad for bad sake? Yeah. Where? Well, what does he want? Like, he's drunk with power. Like, that's not a motivation. That's right. not a dramatic need. That's just a mode you can be in. Right. And whoa, he's gonna have it's speeches. Very bad when that happens. And it's bad. Ri- it's bad writing, bad drama. Blah yeah. blah blah. And mm-hmm. so the bad guy in Station Eleven has a double reversal. And the I'm, I'm all right now. I'm spoiling it. If you don't want to hear any more, pause the podcast. He is changed in the end, mm-hmm. which is like elevated storytelling because yeah. you can't if you just have a villain 
he has to either get his goal or be defeated by the hero. End of story. But if you have a villain go on an arc, just like your main character, it's just so much more interesting. Yeah. And he's connected to a bunch of the characters. And I was worried when I started watching it, like, oh, he's going to be the insert Walking Dead villain of that season. Uh, I don't know their names. It's anymore. like a in The Stand, the Stephen King thing. It's like there's good and there's evil. Yeah. And for, you know, 700, 900 pages, you know, there's yeah. no, no water in there. There's a little water. Oh, there you go. I just made water. I'm actually Jesus. But uh, yeah, I, I think uh, like a great story has to have a really good antagonist. Yeah. And there's a really, really good one in Station Eleven. Right. So. And, and because it's more complicated than just um, the birth rebirth of Satan. Yes. Oh, is that what the stand is? Basically. Ah, fuck off, Stephen. Get I mean, off the it, drugs. I mean, I, I love the stand, but it is very simplistic in yes. that. In he that gets sense. an idea. He's like, oh, I got a book. And then he does all the cocaine and he just types for he six weeks. He did all the cocaine. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you read the stand, right? Charlie? Yeah. Did you like it? I think so. Yeah. I read it when I was what, 12. Yeah, what I remember of the first 8,000 pages. It was good. No, it was good. It's, it's you know, I, I, think, I think Stephen King is a... An enjoyable writer. I, 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 I will not defend his writing. I, I, I think he's skillful at crafting characters, and uh, he's good at writing prose. And I get involved, and I, and then at the end, I go, oh. He doesn't think it through. That's well, why I like his short stories. They're he doesn't all ever think. He it has through. to think those through. He did, yeah. he did it once, and I mentioned it on the podcast. He's mentioned it in on yeah. writing. Yeah. He doesn't. He the doesn't. Dead zone. He just writes, and and so what happens inevitably is that he comes up with a, spi- rules. a spider shows up. He comes up with rules for the evil. Yeah. No. And it, then he breaks like them at so the end so that it gets defeated. To, yeah. It is so easy to. But I enjoy. I've yeah. read everything he's written. Uh, I have not. I've read maybe forty, thirty percent of what he's written. And uh, the Mister Mercedes and um, uh, the the well, more recent. The, the, there's three or four books that uh, that star this. The, the cast from Mr. Mercedes. Yeah. And they're really great characters, and I, I really right. love those. All right. Uh, I'll give that a listen to you. Have you watched the show? The Brendan, is it Brendan Gleeson who's in it? Uh, no, I haven't watched the show. No. No, I, I don't. Uh, I, it, since I, I read it, you know, and I enjoyed it, but then at the end I was like, mm-hmm. I don't want to go through that again. So I, I'm not attracted to that. Um, so you did actually see Bros in the theater. I did. And I really wanted to. I just got. You're a homophobe. I, yeah, that's why I didn't. Your I homophobia out, just flared up. Wait, it's wait, why? Why would you say it's a very gay movie? Wait, what? Yeah. Wait, wait, but it's about bros. I, yeah, I thought it was about tech bros, and I was like, oh, wait, be I thought it was about talk. like yeah. Elon and, Musk and, and no, 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 no. It Tim should Ferris. be called it's gay, like gay, gay bros. Wait, what? Why don't they call it gay bros? I, I guess it didn't test well as a title. John Gabrus. John Gabrus. Big, um, thick, heavy cock. Um, why, why don't they call it the penis? The penis. <laughs> dueling penists. So it, it did not do well oh, this oh, oh, oh. this weekend. It did it poorly. Well? It did poorly. It oh. came in third or fourth, and it came in behind Smile. Smile did very well. With uh, the Bacon Child. Sure. Um, oh, really? Uh, Kevin Bacon, child? Uh, who, what are you talking about? Or is a I child made of bacon? It, child made of bacon. I I don't know for sure, but I'm going to go with Speaking child of big made, penises, made of bacon. Did you see wild things? So, Whoa. um... Whoa. 
Yeah, I'm sure um, Child of Bacon saw it many, many times. Um, no, like, why would you bring that up? We're talking about his daughter. Penist. Okay. So, big thick. why cock. didn't you think it did well? Because you liked it. I did like it. It is because people are afraid of gay people. I, it, who's, what do you mean people? Well, the theater I went to was pretty packed. Yeah. It didn't do, it might not have done well uh, because people are homophobic. It also might not have done well because it's a romantic comedy and people don't go to romantic I, I, comedies. I think the second, your second point is spot on because I cannot think of the last romantic comedy and that, that was released in theaters. So if, it's actually funny in an in interview I heard him say like you know this movie like recalls like it draws from uh, you've got mail um, when Harry met Sally you know all um, the hits of the last couple of but, years and he's like no <laughs> but like he was saying 20 year old movies but he was like saying like all the movies I loved growing up and but I that's wanted, not who goes to movies now. Right, like right. If he, no, no, but that's no, actually no. an interesting distinction. No, 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 no. Like, well, let me no, just no. make my point. No, 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 no. I'm doing an echo effect. That's how I do it in Subterra. I go, no, 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 no. Is that what mastering no, no. is? You just echo? No, no. You just repeat things? Go ahead. Done. Really? You're going to let that stop you? No, I mean, it's just he... Drew on influences from the eighties, late eighties, early nineties, and and like I feel that nostalgia for sure. But I don't know if that's that same desire to recapture that that magic is in is in everybody. The movie was good. The movie it was produced by um, Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow, so it's fifteen minutes too long, and the third act is a mess. Like it's like. Where's the movie? You know, it's not easy to improvise a third act. It really isn't. Yeah, we've got all these story threads. Yeah, let's do let's do a whole like ten minute sequence on steroids. And I'm like, where, where's what happened? Is this a different movie? Did the guy hit the wrong button in the projector? So it's it's not as good as people are saying. But the first act very tight, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of gay sex, which I loved. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Um, and then Monday rolls around, and I'm like, oh, it did very very poorly. Smile did huge numbers. No yeah. one who the bacon baby is in Smile. Like I didn't even know it was out. And this thing has been like marketed nonstop. And of course, Billy Eichner, whatever, interviewed like, oh, it's homophobia. That's why the people didn't go. Uh, and I don't think so. I think mm-hmm. you're right. I think that this isn't a genre you go to the theaters for. I don't anymore. understand why people would be surprised that a horror film would do well. Because horror films Always do well. Yeah, like, well, so... And really, the, when was the last this, time there was a hit romantic comedy ever? I mean, the last ten, 20 ten, years. 20 years. It's like, it. it is, it felt like something I could have watched on a streamer. Yeah. And that's, that's where all the romantic comedies are. That's where they all are now. And they even, like, have a running joke about a Hallmark-like network that makes all these Christmas rom-coms. And, like, I loved seeing the representation. There's tons of butt-fucking and assholes being penetrated like not you don't see it but it's like wow they're like they're going for it like good that they're those two dudes are fucking Mm -hmm. like good for you and it's really funny for a while at least in the first two acts but if he had made a gay horror movie i'm sure it would have done so much better because that's what the audience goes to now well and the, the 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 problem is and i heard this on on one other podcast that it was there was a lot of pressure on this because 
it was it was going to be out in the theaters, and if it didn't do well, it was the first studio release to theatrical release of a gay romantic comedy, which cuts down that like blocks out a whole bunch of movies that have come out that have been. Um, gay comedies, but they weren't studio releases or right, they weren't yeah, released yeah. On, theatrically. So that no, if it doesn't do well, then that's going to be the last one for another ten years. It's going to. Which is the Jackie Robinson of gay yeah, studio rom Which is too bad, and I think I, I guess it's true, but I don't think calling attention to the fact that it did. I mean, you know, it, it was. I don't know. It's just too bad that it's it didn't do better, but it's also really too bad that it was expect like it had all these expectations. But, but that's what I'm saying. Like he, Billy Eichner said, these are the movies I grew up on. Yeah, exactly. You know, and he wanted to make a gay version of it, so it's like a niche thing, which is fine. Like, okay, I'm going to tell this sort of out of date genre. Right. No one's making rom coms at the studio level, and I'm going to have gay characters write it and star in it. Yeah. But in this day and age, like you need you like I appreciate the representation. I'm like, oh, I'm in a theater and we're watching but two it dudes. It doesn't have to be a the- theatrical experience. Yeah, but if like at the same time, like Hollywood's a business and this is this is a genre that does not even if you had I don't know who the biggest stars are, uh, uh, like straight stars, it wouldn't get released. No, that's my point. It's like it's yeah. like you you have a whole network that does all these romantic comedies on uh, you know a fraction of the budget, and they just churn them out. And each one does maybe you know it costs five percent as much, but does twenty percent as well. And that's a great business model. You know, you can you can make a, a one million dollar movie 5%, and make wait five percent times twenty. I'm just doing some of the math. All right. Okay. But I'm just saying that you can make a like it, it was an expensive movie to make for, for yeah it was like thirty million dollars. Yeah. So you can make a and it bunch look, of it didn't look thirty million. You can make a bunch of two three million dollar movies and have them make. Like and what's this fat like this? He's like obsessed with it being released in the theaters, which well, is because like it, that's a that is a, an antiquated. That's my thing. Yeah, that, like, that is exactly my point. Is it's an antiquated concept, and I think that the, I love going to the theater. Uh, there, there are times, but like I went to see Nope <laughs> in the theater, and I was nope. like, Nope, and uh, and like you know, um, Jordan Peele made a big deal as like he shot it in. IMAX or something like that. I don't know. Who cares? But he shot it on film and you're watching it and like, okay, well, you got this great shot of a sky. Mm, some of the best shots of clouds of I've ever clouds seen. I've ever seen. But I'm like, you're not really enhancing the story. You're just like, got a big picture of sky. Like, yeah, there's this weird fetish, fetishization of being in the theaters. Like, it, I, it, I like it for something. Yeah, but, but, not, not to see sky. But, but if you if Billy Eigner's goal was to like, I want, I, I, I want, I don't want to see ass get, fucking or sky. I, wanna, in I want two IMAX. guys kissing in front of as many people as possible. because yeah, yeah. I want representation. Then he should have said, okay, well, my little love of rom coms from twenty years ago, I have to push that aside, and I have to look at what people go to the movies to see now. Marvel movies. Yeah, uh, I want to see Tom Cruise hanging off no, the side of a plane. Yeah, and I want to see and I want to see a bunch of blue aliens fuck each other with their tails, you know. Yeah, like, or like like I said, horror. Like, okay, I'm not a horror idea. guy, but but Jordan Peele, you know, comedy well, dude, but like even, looked at horror. Even that is not was not compelling. Like, I, I know, but he picked like a genre 
that is in, does incredibly well and you know made his point about the world mm. within something that people are already going to see like oh cool it's going to scare you it's fun to see it with a with a crowd I'm watching these like fucking one-liners and I'm like, yeah, I could be at home. I could pause this and then go make some popcorn. Right, and like, right. there was no, uh, there was, there, there was no real need to see a rom-com. There were no screaming goats. No. So what would you, what was the last great the- theatrical experience that you had? <sighs> Jesus. Long, yeah. long time ago. I mean, yeah. That, that. Uh, I think um, the last movie i've seen a lot of movies in, in the movie you watch theater. a lot of movies you watch more than movies than either of us do but i i think the last one that was really like well we, there was one that it was oh bullet train was i think worth seeing in the movie theater Be, but not because it's particularly great but because it was kind of spectacular oh i'm so um, and then Rex what? Reed says it's not great, but it's spectacular. No, I mean it was it was two and a half stars. I'm glad I, glad I went that to see that's, that's exactly. No, what I'm it. glad I went to see it in the movie theater. Is I think I think it wouldn't it wouldn't have had. Uh, I think I it watched been, it at home and I thought it was terrible. Right, that's what I mean. Like wasted all this talent. Yeah, it but all it, looked like it was shot on an insert stage in no, Culver City. No, it looked City. good. On, it looked good it, on the it, big it, screen. It looked like this no, is all. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why I, I I I think in the last good movie that I saw. At the movie theater was uh, Spider Man, uh, No, Way, no Home. Way Home. I didn't and, see because I went and saw the other Marvel movies. I went and saw Doctor Strange, and that was so badly constructed and told that I didn't really enjoy that. Um, I thought Bullet Train was fun, um, and then uh, then the and then we went and saw the one with uh, Saoirse Ronan and and uh, Sam Rockwell. Uh, yeah, see how they run, and boy, oh boy, that was a good movie. I mean that's it. It was good. No, it wasn't even good. It was fair. Yeah, you mentioned you know, it last week. Cer- Cersei Ronan is that her name? Am I saying it right? No, Cersei Shusha Shusha. She is. She's. You know, I could watch her read the phone book. She's a charismatic young lady, as well as Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell tried really hard not to be charismatic in this movie, and he succeeded. He was drunk. He really well. He actually didn't come across as he came across as mildly depressed and um, slightly hungover, and it worked. And it basically just didn't give a fuck about the guy. It well, was amazing because I think he's so he's so good. Yeah, he's great. I want to see Barbarian. Um, that sounds looks scary. Yeah. Uh, um, Do you want to see it in a the movie theater? Yeah, I'd love to. All right. All right. Well, let's go. Okay. Uh, we got to end then. Um, so, Steve, how do people listen to your show? Uh, anywhere you get a podcast, like I, where you're listening the to this. No, like on your phone. Well, that's where I get my podcast. Yeah, that's where you, can, I, I, you scoop them out of the toilet? No, I just I'm listen going to, to listen to you, little butt pebble. How dare Tell you. Tell me a story. You're just mocking me. Brown snail. I'm much more complex and interesting Hello, than that. I'm Marcel the brown snail. How are you? I keep out of your butt. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever Stitcher, wherever you look for podcasts, just type in the word Subterra, S-U-B-T-E-R-R-A, and it'll be there. It's got a little picture of a robot dog, a little little uh, piece of art, and uh, you start. You can listen to the season one and catch Hazel's up or whatever. Real. Hazel's real. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's, it's fun. All seven of the eight episodes are out. Eight is coming out soon, but you'll never get through. 
seven episodes. It's too what? long. Each one um, is only like six hours. Yeah, they're real long. <laughs> they're they're action packed. Action packed. They're really uh, very good. I um, recommend two thumbs up. All right, cool. Boom. And Boom. then Rex uh, but- Reed says, "Unwatchable, unlistenable. Go two and a half stars." So, is Rex Reed a reviewer? There are eight episodes yes. in this season. From yes. when when uh, when Harry met Sally, he liked that one. Oh, he did like that yeah. one. I've never seen that movie. Oh, oh really? Yeah. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. Oh wait, no, that's with with Billy Crystal. Yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, I've never seen the Tom Hanks. Oh, Sleepless in Seattle. I've never seen or You've Got Mail. I've never seen either of them. Well, uh, Sleepless in Seattle is great, and You've yeah. Got Mail is a kind of not very good. Okay, all right. But um, but it's interesting because they're they all like happened in like. 1986, 1988. They're not 20 years old. They're 30 years old. And they are, and it's interesting because Billy Eichner should have said, I watch these kids, these show, I grew up on these things. Like, well, if you hear that from somebody who's 25 years old, then they're still maybe in close to the zeitgeist. But, it, you know, he's kind of long in the tooth to be thinking. I think people want to see the movies that I saw like when I was a kid. Yeah, well, it's it's very egotistical. It's like, no, you got to listen to what the audience yeah, wants. Well, like, but at for, the same time, you have to try things that are different. That's the thing. It's like, you should have said it in space. Yeah. No, I, I appreciate you, you, anybody who tries something different. And, but, you know, just if it doesn't hit, it doesn't hit. And, yeah. and like, if it's a good movie, it will ha- find resonance in the future somewhere. You know it's a really good movie? Um, the Penist. Big, How? thick, hard cock. Wait, those are like... With Adrian Brody. Wait, those are Directed like, by Roman Polanski. Those are like five different movies. Big <laughs> was <laughs> awesome. Thick was... Eh. Thick. You know, cock was really cock. good. Cock. Cock. Uh, Adrian Brody's in, in uh, See How They Run. He's the best thing in it. Uh, is he? Yeah, he is. He's fantastic. He, He's great. He is in the Netflix movie Blonde. Oh, I hear that's terrible. I see. I loved it. Oh, good. But I heard it from an eighteen-year-old who I'm thought sorry. it was unfair. Yes, all of TikTok and all social media, all young people are like, "This is unfair." She had other things like it's not a biopic; it is a fucking it's a novelization. It's a novelization that Joe Carol Oates made. Joe Carol Oates. Joe. 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 Come over here. We're gonna go get some boat gas. Colin. Joe. Colin. Joe. Carol Oates. Let's go get a twelve pack. Go down the river and get watch the pirates play, Joe. My students said that they should have made it clearer that it was fiction. So I read the script. In the script, the first line, it says, "If you want facts, go somewhere else." And I'm like, "Okay, cool. This is not a Wikipedia printed biopic." I watched the Elvis one too. It was like, "Slow down." Dude, we we like it was I mean, just he was rushing. He a hero through. to most, but he never meant shit to me. Yeah, okay. So I mean, he was a straight out racist. So if you, it, it is not called Marilyn Monroe, a biography. It is yeah. called Blonde. Yeah, and it is uh, a fucking fever dream. It is. It, it starts with her mom trying to fucking drown her as a kid, and that's the high point of the movie. It just gets worse and worse. So how is that entertainment? That That is my question. I, it, in the way that when you see a car accident and you just, like, I have to look. But it's a car accident with someone who's famous and they interacted with famous people and... But, but you hear what I'm saying, though, right? It's like, why, like, I go for... I, I turn on the TV to watch escapism. It's the opposite of escapism. Right, so... Do you ever watch... Uh... Shark Tank? The Scottish play? I can't even say it. 
I don't know what you're talking about. The play that Shakespeare wrote about the Scottish no, king. No, don't know what you're Scottish about. prince. What's it I called? Say it. What's it called? Midsummer, you, Midsummer's somebody, Night. No, no. It's, it's, if, I I think think if I say it, then uh, I think Will, it's like my Will, Hamlet. Will Smith will get punched again. <laughs> oh, Macbeth, 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 exactly. Macbeth. Um, Big, thick, cock, Macbeth. Yeah. Do you ever watch Macbeth? Do you like it? Oh, I said it's it. So shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just that diary in my pants instantly. Yeah. Uh, but but it is one of those things of like like how many times can you watch like Polanski's Macbeth? You know, Polanski's Macbeth is really bloody and really depressing. I I, I wasn't aware he did one. He did one. It's good. Yeah. 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 But have I you actually, watched it multiple times? You know, like no, I will rough. watch. I will watch Captain America, the first Avenger, a thousand times. You like, will? I love that movie. It's sad at the end. I love it. He it's dies. A, it's a great movie. Or he freezes or something happens. And he comes back so, at the end. I, I don't want to give Blonde away, but there is a thin... She like, dies at the end. She dies at the end, but there's oh, like a you little... You just gave it away. A little bit you of literally hope. literally just said that you weren't going to give it away. That drags her through her life. Like yeah. this, this repeating motif that, of course, turns out to be horribly not good. But um, that and the woman who plays her is so mesmerizingly fantastic. I forgot what Marilyn Monroe looks like because then I looked at pictures of her and I'm like, that's, that's her? Because she who plays is her? Anna, Anna DeGarmus. But oh. like, she's a Cuban American actress, but she's like stunning, stunningly beautiful. Like she's. Is she, was she in Knives Out? Yeah. Wow, yes. cool. Yeah. She's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. She's like. I think in ten years people are going to look back and be like, "This is a fantastic movie." Yeah, yeah. but it is it uh, it is uh, the internet's like, "Oh, it's it's uh, uh not disaster porn." Um, what's the word? I'm Torture for? porn? Tor- no, but uh, like misery porn. Porn? porn? No, <laughs> porn. I wish it was just porn. 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 Tragedy porn, and I'm like, it it, it is 100. percent It is. It's like it is yes. pornographic. And, and where to, it it elicits to go back to what you were talking an, about with an Macbeth, emotion. It, like there is a part of us that loves to watch tragedy as catharsis. It's catharsis. To uh, okay, fine. We just want to feel something. Um, yeah, but but I there's a it, it depends on where I am in my yeah, world right now. Me too. Is like I want to watch. I'm with you. Things that that aren't really sad and depressing. I forgot know? about the world because the the way the guy photographed it is amazing, and she's amazing. And so I just got lost in this nightmare that is her life. Like right. no mm-hmm. one stands up for her. No one is on her side. It just is a series of horrible well, apparently things. Apparently you're on her side. I'm on her side. I was yeah, I'm yeah. a fan. Yeah. But I, I, I could not take my eyes off it. It is almost three hours long. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'll watch a little tonight. And three hours later, I was like, holy shit. All, All right. right. All right. So no, no, that's really, really convincing. Uh, did you see RRR? Yes. Did you like it? Equally depressing, and no, that movie was hilarious. Yeah. They're fucking chucking cheetahs at each other. Oh yeah, is it, I didn't is know you could weaponize a, a big prey cat. And that the, the dancing. Is oh, I, lo- I, lo- I loved every second of All it. Right. That took a couple days All to right. get through. Yeah, yeah. Well, Tyson, there you go. Um, Ryan writes in and says, "How are you guys doing? Always I, great I, hearing I, your I, messages." I, I, As requested, yeah. here's a clip involving Citizen Kane and the somewhat ex- extinct background. Actors, you so. mean the pterodactyls? We've already covered this um, on multiple shows. This is not the Citizen Kane. Wow, that looks like 
Um, Malibu or Santa Barbara? What are we watching again? This is some birds in the window. It's Citizen Kane. There's some birds in the windows that are animated and they kind of look like the pterodactyl animations of King Kong. And so the, uh, the rumor is that they reused some footage from King Kong to Citizen Kane because Orson Welles wasn't a perfectionist at all. And he was just, what the fuck? I don't care. Is that <laughs> Does that right. sound? Uh, no, they, like, they were there, but like, what? Great stuff. I don't know if you need to be a perfectionist to, to like to, to reuse something. Yeah. No, I, I, I just it's not plausible to me that he would reuse some a, a couple seconds of animation from a movie that was made like uh, seven or eight years earlier to save some money when he dug a hole in studios to make sure that the camera was low enough. Like smashed holes in the floor of studios you, you, and you pick your reinvented. Battles. You pick your battles. <laughs> I just it just doesn't make just any sense. Just agree with him, John. It just it's, we'll we'll speed things along. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You're absolutely right. It's yeah. You're right. You're right. That, that's definitely uh, that looks like it's from uh, what movie? King Kong. King Kong. Yeah. You, you can know actually see the gorilla. Thick I'm chocolate. I'm wrong. Kong. Cock. I'm wrong. Uh, I disagree with myself. The penis. So now I'm gonna I'm gonna argue with you. The penis. Um. Yeah. The Piano Man. It's too fun. It's too... It's got zazz. It's How about the jazz. piano player? The piano player. Eh, I feel like it's too close to shooting How about piano the player. organist? The organist. Big, thick, hot cock organ. No. All right, can I finish this email very quickly? Oh, this we're in an email. Yeah, uh, while we're talking about good old Mr. Wells, it, it always cracked me up that uh, of all the amazing roles he had, it's ironic that his very last role was a voiceover part in the Transformers animated movie from the 80s. Okay. Elizabeth Taylor's last role was uh, playing the baby on The Simpsons. This uh, it's sad and ironic and mama. You know, uh, mama. Uh, Peter Sellers did Being There, and then which was amazing. Basketball. And then he did the uh, fiendish uh, plot of Doctor Fu Manchu. Of Dr. Not, Dr. not amazing. Not amazing. And then he died. You know what? You make. You got to do what you got to do. Like actors are not the ones who are writing these roles. Nope. Actor X. Uh, yeah. John Belushi uh, did a great movie called Continental Divide. Wonderful. I love that with Blair Brown. Yeah, really good movie. It's a really fun movie. And then he did Neighbors. Movie. And then uh, he died. Not a good movie. No, it's no. a terrible movie. But I love Continental Divide. Yeah, Continental Divide. I saw was like, that. Oh, wow. This I guy saw that great. in the movie theaters. Yeah. 1978, 79, something yeah. like that. Uh, the Tin Man was originally a munchkin engaged to another munchkin. The mother of the female basically didn't want to lose her daughter slash free labor so she went to the Wicked Witch and asked for help. So this is, I think my, this might be going to the Frank L. Baum. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, so the Wicked Witch cursed his axe and he progressively chopped off body, body parts and yep. got them replaced. By a tin man. By a tin, tin smith. smith. Yeah. Oh my God, I love that. You knew that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I so read some of this, these books. that's fun. Are you Ooh. sure you didn't read this email last week? No, I didn't. Okay. I probably did. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah. <laughs> I, we had exactly the same conversation. You know what? I think we had the same conversation the week before this. Week, oh, okay. Last week. All right. All right. Um, so if, if you're in the Jersey area, did, what, did I say that part? Say uh, Yeah, say yeah, we did talk about that. Oh, damn it. Yeah, you read that email last week. All right, I'm going to read it again <sighs> next week. Yeah, that's fantastic. Can you imagine writing an email to a podcast and having it heard read 
having hearing having heard it read twice. No, yeah. and the guy who's reading it doesn't remember that yeah. he read it. Imagine having it butchered twice. Yeah. Yes. You'd think the guy reading it would get better, but no, at the reading. Yeah. Well, there's some things that just don't change. <laughs> I'm noticing that. Ace said as he jumped into the crevasse. Oh, there we go. Oh, boy. So yeah. you got to give him words to read. He, he sounds. He sounded like that German director. Chase, Ace said as he jumped it's into the Hunter crevasse. I don't. There's, there's no other German. Can you name another German director? Uh, uh, Fassbinder. Fassbinder. Yeah. Fassbinder? I call him Fassbinder. Who? Oh. <laughs> This is Polanski's the typical Polish. American you know what response to big, thick, throbbing <laughs> penis. Big, thick, starring Adrian Brody. Schnitzel. For your consideration, my sh- giant schnitzel needs. <laughs> uh, can we go uh, home now? Or no, 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 no. Are you going to reread some more uh, mail? Just keep on. No, no, we're done. We're done. Uh, so, uh, okay, John, what do you have to plug? Anything? I, I like to plug um, air conditioning at Marty's house. Is it too hot right now? Yeah, I'm. I'm very hot. Okay. I'm very hot. Sorry. All Sorry. Right. I All should right. have said something two hours ago. You should have said something the second you walked in. And yeah. um, please do. I was. Next I time. was. I was mesmerized by your beautiful dog. Um, hey, you know, uh, you know what? The game is still for sale, and I think it'd make a good uh, a Christmas gift. What, what are you talking about? You know it. Where would one get that? Uh, I think it's youknowit.com. I haven't looked in a long time. I might have sold lots of copies and not send them out. That might have happened. Okay. Well, you're really selling it. I know. It's doing a really good job. But it's good, you know. And, and it was uh, recently mentioned on uh, Trashy Trashy, the podcast. I don't, I'm not familiar. Uh, oh, that's a funny lady. The funny lady and her friend. Uh, I only heard the funny lady. Okay. She's so funny. Giant, thick. Cock. Cock. Is that what you want to p- plug? In you want to plug up my hand <laughs> as I play the keyboard. All right, so Kruger, that's a good name. Um, yeah. Should should we look for you in, um, to come in and hawk season three? Then is that is that when we'll see oh, you yeah. next? Season three is coming. Uh, yeah, I'll come by again. All right, cool. it was fun. Oh, thank you, thank you, okay. thank you. Okay. Uh, if you want to. Um, Join in the podcast, uh, your podcast. How how do people interact with your podcast? Uh, you can. There's a web page. It's all in the show notes. There's a email I don't address. Have show notes. I don't have show. Well, there, we have show notes. There, well, there. How do they get to that? Well, you go download the podcast. <laughs> okay, where do they get that? Anywhere a podcast is. What's it called? The podcast. Oh, Big thick. <laughs> Throbbing. All right. Never cock, mind. Cock he, inside he, my ear. Okay, we had one, it itches. one help, visit. Help me. Help me. Yeah, Roman. Oh, my God. Roman Polanski. Never going to have to deal with this cock out of my ear. Again. It hurts. Uh, you wonder why. Um, Subterra.podcast at gmail.com. No one's going to write this down. Just go download it. Subterra. It's really easy to spell. It's S-U-R-T-S-U-R-B. Okay. All right, and okay. so you're going away for a week. Um, we're going to miss you. Miss you guys. Um, and, and you're going to see your family? Yes. All right. Well, that's very exciting. Yes. Uh, all right. Very good. And John, anything? Uh, oh, you already plugged there. I have nothing to plug. I I plugged. I, actually, I did write a really interesting alert about a new, um, a, a new 
vulnerability that has spread across Windows Exchange Server. Vulnerability. You know? Tease it yeah. for next week. Don't don't give it. No, a, no, this is no, actually no, really no, critical. No. This is Vul- really critical. critical. I know, but vulnerability. No, you want to plug this shit up now. There's you a vulnerability. All right, well, in Windows, just it's vulnerable. Windows Microsoft Exchange Server. It's vulnerable. How's that for vulnerable? It's vulnerable. Protect yourself from the vulnerability. Somebody's trying to audition for season three, clearly. Fine, you can be the judge. All right, we'll see you uh, next uh, Tuesday. Oh, wait, no, I'm going to be gone. You are? Yeah, I'm going to be gone. Well, I'll be here. Yeah. Knocking at the door. Yeah. Dogs Um, go crazy. So we're going to take next week off, but uh, John will be on. So you can listen to him. He won't be on. I'll just be here. Yeah, yeah, he'll be here. All right, we'll see you next Tuesday. If that Smodco Internet Production. Sip only at smodcast.com.